Welcome to Toronto Ultra Ultra's Burke and Maven podcast. Joe, uh, okay, I already butchered it. Listen, I was trying so hard. Joe, before we started, said, I said Maven and Merc. And Joe was like, oh, dude, it's Merc and Maven. And then in my head, I was like, don't screw it up. And then I butchered the word Ultra. Hello? It's Toronto Ultra, the Merc and Maven podcast. Merc and Maven. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> great start. Great start. Great it's, intro, Maeve. Killing it. I just, in my head, I was like, don't, don't say it backwards. Joe's going to, he's going to give you shit if you say it backwards. I'm so not going to give you, I'm not going to give you any shit. It's just, listen, I tweeted it. Some guy yesterday was like, dude, it, maybe the Merc rolls off the tongue a little bit better. Don't you think? And I was like, just let me have this once. <laughs> just let me be first one time. Just, okay. Just, he was like, all right, I got you. I was like, thank you. So. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. Now we're gonna have a lot of fun. Uh, for some reason, uh, Toronto Ultra decided they uh, were comfortable with us uh, being on camera and doing a podcast. It, us two just talking about bullshit. What's great about it, you know, we 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 talked about this type of thing before. Um, but there's always a concern when you're working with a partner on something like this that you'll be able to talk about certain things or have to uh, flirt around certain things. But I just right away I was like, so if I just want to say like Vance sucks, am I good? And they were like, yeah. I was like, all right. <sighs> I don't think that's that, Wow. Yeah. Somebody clipped that and sent it to him? No, I don't think that. I was just like, if I, I can say what I want about the team, we can be ourselves. And like, yes, absolutely. That's what we want. So I was like, no, right, that it sounds sounded, great. That's, I don't know. That's okay. why I have something to say about that. I, I, but, I, what, I, I, it's, our, it's our first episode. I, I yeah. was thinking because this might reach the, the, the ends of the universe by listening by everyone. That yeah, we, yeah. Should, we should like introduce ourselves. So you okay. go ahead. Go first. Uh, I am a 37 year old, uh, uh rapidly aging bald man. My name is Clint <laughs> Evans. Say your name. I go by okay. Maven. I am a commentator. I was on uh, two, uh, what 2017 GQ's top 10 sexiest bald men on the planet. Um, I competed in Halo uh, a bit back in the day, but mostly I just talk about games. And for some reason, people continue to pay me to do that, and I don't really understand it. I stumble forward through life. I don't know how I got here at all what about you joe uh yeah my name is joe deluca i go by merc i was a uh call of duty pro player for uh it was it was a long time ago like when plumbers and accountants played yeah uh yeah yeah, like from from 2010 to 2016 when i got smoked and then uh yeah i worked for mlg for a couple years which was then acquired by activision blizzard worked on the league side so when i speak about that sort of uh stuff I kind of know what I'm talking about, which which helps us, I think, a lot. And then uh, you were like, hey, Jack left. And when you were like, hey, come cast with me. So here I am. No, I actually think, uh, not to gas you too much, but I think you probably have. No, it's a, you gas me too much, a lot. A lot. <laughs> I think you've probably got the most experience of like every possible like avenue of this thing, like from being a player, from working in League Ops, working with a tournament operator to now commentating. Maybe the only thing you haven't done is like maybe like work internally at Activision or something like that. But I just think you have like de- development, like maybe Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I think you have game. I don't know, good insight because you've just seen seen a lot of it and how it kind of works. But before we kind of start to get into stuff, because we're gonna talk, you know, CDL stuff obviously and talk Call of Duty and maybe some Warzone, but we also just want to talk about random stuff as well. I'm I'm just like I just want to know how you're doing. Like you know, you you've got it. You've been a, you've been a you've been a daddy for a while because you take care of me. But nice, like, nice. <laughs> but like you you've got you've got like a kid on the way and stuff. Like how how you doing? You know, honestly, I'm fine. I'm not the one having the child, so it's really just oh. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, but you know, it, I, it's, it was a stressful couple of months, but you know, Mo's taking it day by day, my wife. Um, yeah, you know, we're very excited, but obviously just want the best for her. And besides that, I mean, over the weekend, I had a pretty good weekend. You know, I watched F1. I, there was a lot to watch. I watched F1. I watched uh, the new Thor. I watched Apex. I watched CDL. We were all on a delay for about three hours. Uh, we, we lived through that together. Wow. Um, yeah. So I got through a lot, man. I about you? played Elden Ring and I beat it. How was and it? I loved it. It was amazing. I ran around naked with a giant hammer and I punched demons in the face. It was a very enjoyable experience. But that is. <laughs> did all your I controller did. cam? Did your controller cam? Make, yeah, I make showed it. Up? After I'd one shot a boss, I just wanted people to know it was legitimate. So I'd show the controller cam sometimes, just, you know, for the haters out there, you know, that. Yeah, I can't be as talented. I would where, do that. where does Elden Ring like rank for you? Because you're a big like single player guy, like open world. Like I know you just got done with it, recent C bias, but you love you love that sort of stuff. I'd say it's probably in, like my top five like open world games with like Breath Ever? of the Wild, Witcher Three. Uh, I'd have to think about this more, but top five open world games, yeah, w- without a doubt, it was it was truly remarkable. It was a lot of fun. But that's that's all I did. If you ever ask me this, like if we ever have this whole like, what did you do? It's just gonna be some video game I played. So yeah. That's, that's, no, and, uh, that's all I for everyone who didn't see it, uh, Maven's controller cam <laughs> might just be a webcam. Uh, yeah, we'll call it a crotch cam, and I, I, I think I, I think that is really downplaying the value of what it is. <laughs> it's clearly a controller cam. You had some gray legs, brother. Or not gray, like see-through legs when you first showed it. It's it's been hot there, but man, it is well. Yeah, no, my my inner thighs haven't seen the sun in probably ever. Honestly, I don't like go outside naked. So yeah, no, it's it's very pale. It's very. I'm gonna start doing that. Maybe we'll just. I got a nice yard with a fence. Maybe we'll start. Do you have a privacy fence? Sure. What's that? Like depending on the height, like how oh, how tall oh, it's, it goes, it's, it's it's like ten feet. Basically, yeah. like so, you can't have like a someone peep over. Like you have to, you have to jump. You have to, you have to okay, really well, try yeah, to you play. Have, you have a privacy fence. So yeah, like <laughs> okay, it's kind of yeah. awarding. It's like if you want to look over this, you can. But like yes. an exotic animal is on the other side, or me naked, I guess. That's why, man. All right, so uh, I'm I'm glad you're doing well. Oh, I did set the bidet finally this weekend. I don't believe you at all. I didn't. Um, <laughs> how long have you had that now? How many? How many do you have? I bought. I bought two and was sent one, so I own three bidets. You own three bidets, probably three, four months ago, at the minimum buy at this point. Yes. <laughs> you have not set this up. Not one of them. No. Uh, at first, it was because I couldn't find a screwdriver. I need a screwdriver. But at this point, I found, I think I found two screwdrivers. And then I realized that I had a Phillips, like, little mini screwdriver on my keychain the entire time. And that you still didn't want to do it. Someone's got to do it for me. I'm just going to wait till you're in Texas. <laughs> I'm not going to do that for you. Joe, I tried to do one thing. I, I tried to do one thing without the use of, like, Task Rabbit or, like, something. You know, I, I go outside, I see Copper, or, uh, my German short hair pointer crazy dog in the backyard. He's like peeking his like head through the fence. I realized one of the boards is loose. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want my dog to escape. Uh, I should probably go find a hammer. I went and found a hammer. I go outside, I go to hammer that in. I feel like an itching on my ankle. I look down, I'm literally standing on a fire ant hill. I'm swarmed by fire ants. I get like 15 bites across my ankles. I was sick and basically couldn't sleep for four days. So no, what if I run into that same situation setting up a bidet? 
I would hope there's not a fire anthill in, in your in your house. That, that would be a problem. But here is the thing. Now that did suck. But since then, you have played some of your best at COD, honestly. Yeah, rumor has it. We, we, we now call you a fire ant, like Cliff I'm, Fire Ant Evans. Yeah, I'm Fire Ant Twisted. It, it, it's very similar to, I, I believe, a Spider Man type scenario where he was built by a spider and became a superhero. Um, I, I, was, I, was bit, I was bitten by a fire ant and, you know, starting to drop some 20 bombs here and there, which, you know, Fire Ant Twisted. Pretty good. It's, pretty, it's, you're almost 40. That's pretty darn good. I agree. That's that's pretty amazing. Okay. Uh, well, we don't really suggest you stand no, on get, Fire Ant Hill, but maybe. Worst. Are you playing tomorrow? Yeah. I gotta. I, I'm still gonna. I wanna before I leave for an event. When we're gone. Like I like to just make sure like laundry's done, bathroom cleaned, room cleaned, setup. Clean. I like to come back and like, everything's good. So I'm gonna. Why don't you like just that. hire someone if you don't want to set up your days? Why can't you just hire a cleaner then? I have. We've had several different maids, and okay. then they, they disappear, and I don't know why. That cat handles that. What do and you mean they disappear? I mean, the maid comes, and they clean, and then I don't know where they go. They never come again. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it. I, I'm not saying I kidnapped the maid. I'm saying... I never said that either. You, you said they disappeared. They might have got you by fire. It's, you never know. Could have been that. Could have been that. I don't know, but... Not sure what happens there, Joe. I don't handle it. Cat, cat test, but yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. Just so everybody knows as well, if you're tuning in, uh, we do have confirmation. This will be on uh, YouTube afterwards. This will be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So anywhere you want to hear us, for whatever reason, more. All if you miss an episode, there will be lots of ways to listen. Yes, absolutely. So uh, that that's very cool. But I think now we've sort of uh, entered the show, had a little chat about who we are and uh, what we're doing and fire ants. So. Let's get into it. I mean, this is the Toronto Ultra. Uh, they're the ones kind of behind this thing and just working with us. So obviously there's going to be CDL focus. Now we're going to be doing this for a while. It's going to be going into the off season and stuff. So there won't always yeah. be a ton of CDL stuff to touch on. Um, it might be loose gaming stuff, cultural stuff, uh, entertainment stuff. There's going to be a lot of different things we're going to talk about. But seeing that we're going into a major and Joe and I leave tomorrow for it, uh, it seems like we should probably uh, get into get into that. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk some cuts. So we are getting ready to head to New York for the first time ever, really, for an event when we're going to Brooklyn. And I think you and I were having a chat the other day. It's kind of crazy to think about, like, how few East Coast events there have been when you're talking about, like, Tri-State area, like, Northeast. Because back when, like, I competed... Toronto's been the closest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Back when I competed in, like, Halo, like... 20 years ago like you know you'd have um what was there there was like meadowlands boston uh philly i'm probably gonna leave some out but there was a bunch of events like in that area but it's been a long time since that's really been a thing so not that's like the biggest deal but it's never had that yeah not really right like umg philly or something at one point but umg philly which was i mean kind of it wasn't the size it is now it wasn't a big event um you would expect a lot of you know a lot of cod fans just like waiting Waiting, uh, you know, Columbus is really the only other place uh, besides the, like that far east. Yeah, um, and that was just like a random place because that's where like MLG's home was with you know Adam Apicello yeah. and stuff, and like that. There was a very specific reason for that. But if you're talking about like key city locations for events, no, I'm it's, I'm excited, man. Should be awesome yeah. to be in New York for the first time. Like actually, yeah, in New York, um, where oh. people from Boston, New York, everywhere can can come and see it. I mean, I lived there for with Jack for 
two years or so, and I don't think the like the NYC lifestyle was really for me. It made me feel very Lots claustrophobic. Of well, no, yeah. I just felt I felt I felt oh. I was too, I was too big to live there. So you'd walk into a grocery store and imagine the aisles are like one fourth of what an aisle would be at a normal grocery store. It, it everything felt you have to pack so many things into small spaces that like everything is just like scaled down. And I felt like a giant. I felt like a giant living with like hobbits. I'm not even I'm not even kidding. It was not for me. But walking around the city and the city itself, outside of the summer when it smells like trash, it's incredible. There's no place like it. It's like a different world inside of this country. A lot of places have that problem though. You know, sometimes if it's a hot day, dude, it just stinks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it can, it Honestly, can. dude, people smell whatever's <laughs> on the ground smells. Who knows, dude? Who knows? But let's uh let's kind of chat through I guess the event. I mean, we can kind of go I think first we just we can take a look at we want to look at that i guess how the kind of this qualifier went for the stage yeah and get into the yeah. bracket and stuff so uh if we, we can pull that up we can talk about qualifier how things went i think one of the, the key storylines which we're going to get in and talk about obviously we're going to new york it was sort of can new york pull off this uh cinderella, cinderella run like are they going to be able to do it i think is probably been the single biggest storyline right uh, that in seattle like, for me yeah, i mean yeah, seattle yeah. seattle your major three champions one and four uh, which you just don't see that often, right? Uh, here you can see the major four records. Uh, if you're listening, um, yeah, Seattle's one and four. Uh, New York, they do go four and one. Um, you know, you had London and Boston all the, also four and one. A lot of three and two, two and three teams. Then, uh, you know, Optic as well, one and four. Uh, so they're going to be starting the losers. That's a big surprise. Then you have Paris Legion. We'll talk about that uh, a little bit. Um, but yeah, major four is ready. It's it's definitely a, a weird a weird bracket, but... It works out for New York. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of the 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 the, the weirder brackets we've seen. I and mean, we think about the fact that your champ from the last three majors are all in the losers bracket. And this year itself has just been very very unpredictable. We'll we'll kind of touch on that. But we were kind of thinking how we wanted to do this if we wanted to like go through the qualifier first and the bracket. But I think we're just going to kind of in a way just sort of do it all at once. Like talk about teams' chance in the tournament, what they need to do, and how the qualifier kind of went. Um, you know, we sort of just put down notes how we wanted to go through it. And I, I mentioned. NYSL, uh, let's just kind of start with them and, you know, what they needed to do. We'll talk about the bracket, but first and foremost, like, they needed to turn up this stage. They literally had to. Um, and other than I know what went down last night, which actually kind of worked out for them, uh, they did. They, they stepped up to the plate. They gave themselves a chance, right? Like, they got a shot. Yeah, they have a shot. And what actually helps is they lost last night in Game 5. Yeah. And I mean, I know they would love to have the 10 points, but they would be where you know, in a very, a much tougher bracket. Uh, if you look at the graphic now, I mean, they're playing rocker, which is huge for them because that's a team that's on the bubble. Yeah. Uh, so really the main focus is, is we're talking about the top eight teams make champs. Uh, New York is on the outside. Uh, they've struggled at majors. Uh, they've struggled really the first two stages without, uh, with rosters. Their best event was a pro-am, uh, which gave no points. Uh, but looking at this, you get Rocker first round, which I think is a beatable team for New York. You then play second round, a Breacher Florida, which is a beatable team for New York. And then you're talking about being top three. Uh, and But it's also this, which is, I mean, effing crazy. Minnesota, when they lose, they're going to have to play Optic because of the way this works out, which is great for them. I mean, for not great for Minnesota, yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> for New York. Then you have a, a Florida or a maybe boston like i don't know you know maybe you're if you're if you think boston's gonna win that matchup they gotta go and play seattle which is huge again for new york 
And then LAG, who is currently the A seed, they play the loser of London and Toronto. I mean, that is not... I, I would probably favor the other two teams uh, over LAG. Yeah. So, so this is literally... You could not ask for anything better, I think, if you're in New York. And and just... I'm hoping I'm not breaking this down incorrectly, but it's been kind of a, a crazy round. But to, to my understanding, it's like there's the three teams above them that they're, they're trying to pass that are, that are realistic. They kind of need them to go 0-2. One of them to go 0 two, and they get top three. I, I believe is the scenario. If I'm bringing it down correct, and that 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 seems very doable. Like, somehow, so, so yeah. the only thing I, I, we could talk about is they haven't won at a at a major. Like here, you can see the uh, the CDL points. Yeah, they won the pro am, but uh, even major three. I mean, okay, they lose to the champs in a game five round eleven. If that is maybe goes the other way, who knows what happens there? Maybe they win the event, and we're not having this discussion. But that's yeah. not at all what happened. They lose both matches. They lost to London three one. I mean, and it's 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 this whole thing is. Yeah, I don't really have any bias or care too much about what goes down. I just want to commentate good matches. Other than Toronto Ultra, clearly, I love Toronto Ultra. I, they're the best. Uh, <laughs> but like, there's just this part of me. You know, we've been doing this a long time, where you know we've had big players start to come and go now. I uh, when you retire and uh, uh, just big people step down and get out of it. And Krim is one of the biggest personalities we've had for a long time, right? Like if you've been watching Cod Esports, he's kind of been there the entire time. Um, Fat man. I, I just want him a chance. I, I, it just feels like he needs to be. Just just for his interviews, his charisma. Uh they might get bodied, but I kinda I kinda hope they make their own too. Just just yeah. from a pure like I just want him there. I'm actually excited to see the fans too with them because I think that is a huge we saw it in Toronto. I mean yeah. the impact that the fans can have, the the crowd noise can make, uh get you amped up. I think they just need a first round win. Uh, for me, like they have to get going. I think once they get the motor going, like that's sort of okay. We can do this on land thing. Like obviously they know how good they are, but the fact is, is they really haven't won at a major, so uh, they gotta get gotta get something going. And yeah, for Krim, I mean, since Optic in World War II, which was a huge deal, them not getting a bracket play, uh, they didn't get top sixteen. They got knocked out. I mean, you're talking about that, and then not making champs here. And like really it goes against kind of his legacy. Yeah, it's 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 weird too. And I, we can we we're gonna dive into this more later, but it's still it's still like it, it's like I don't know about you, but it's like odd to like even compare those two things. Because this yeah. isn't this isn't even like I'll just say it. It's not chance. You can call it chance. It's not chance. If everyone called this playoffs, speaking like, of your it is, look at let's be in there. If everyone called this playoffs like it was in the past where you have a league where you eliminate teams and then have a playoff. A lot of the complaints would go away. It's a playoff. I, just yeah. wish, we, I wish we had this, which was, you know, the culmination of the entire league. And then we, we had like an old, old school champs. It's just, it's so difficult. Like you just made that comment, like talking about, you know, back, back in that like, with the, you know, the 32 teams all from all over the world. It's just such a different thing. It's like, it's not the same thing. It's not. Yeah. That was like an Olympics, right? Like old school yeah. champs, Olympics. You had the amateur teams coming to play. Yeah. Um, with the pro teams. Yeah, this is more like, I guess in the past, like your pro league season finals yeah. or your pro league finals, stage so finals, the, whatever we called I, it then, stage finals. Any major sport or other esports, it's your playoffs. And that's why teams being eliminated makes sense. But when you call it champs and think of old champs, then teams being eliminated doesn't make as much sense. It's not that. 
But anyway, well, really... the fact is, is when you say cream de mai champs, because that's what it's called. That's like, yeah, uh, yeah, no, 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 you're right. You're, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. It hurts. It stings yeah. a little bit. Like, dude, all, all the, you know, I mean, it's talked about all the time in terms of the GOAT with, you know, Scump and, and Krim, really, you're probably the two argued the most. Uh, this one, that would not help him. No, 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 it definitely wouldn't. Um, what do you think about, like, I know they've had pressure even going into the last major, but there's got to be something to the whole backs against the wall. Like, it, it, this, it, there was pressure, but this is quite literally do or die. Like, it is everything. And you would think, I can't speak to all the players, but I got to think that's going to boost somebody like Krem, at least. I, I, I would hope. Oh, well, I think that's why they went 4-1. and one. Uh, Yeah. I think, that, you know, in these qualifiers, and that was huge for them. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit different when you're playing teams in the likes of Seattle or, you know, Optic or LA Thieves isn't really that safe yet. But some of these teams yeah. where you just kind of know you have to go, like you have to. It, it is way, I know it's online, but it's a certain intensity that you have to play at every single map. Like, yeah, backs against the wall. I mean, all the points matter. And again, I think they would love to have the 10 points uh, over LA Thieves last night. But the bracket helped him. So it's probably one of those things where like, all right, we'll take it. You know, we lost game five, screw it. Like, let's focus on our, on our major. Yeah. I mean, we, I don't think we talked about too much more. I mean, uh, we have a, a lot to get through, obviously. If we spend too much time on each team, we're going to be here for four hours. But I People want to hear us talk for four hours. Just, they no, they I, miss I us. <laughs> I know, I know. But I mean, it's just like, that's the key stuff, right? Like, you were dying. You did what you needed to. You got the bracket. I don't think you could have if you manually set up a bracket I don't think you could have made it a whole lot better like it, it is doable I'm just curious if they're going to be able to do it it's going to be uh it's going to be really exciting to see well uh there's going to be tears or they're going to be fired up and somebody else is crying I don't know but let's jump to uh let's talk let's talk London because this has been an interesting mm. turnaround I know I've, I've been I've been really excited because I know uh Gizmo's relatively kind of new to this whole thing and the spectrum of like you and I and how long we've been involved. But in the times I've talked to him, I know what after the, the first major, um, I could tell he seemed like a good kid. I could tell he had a lot on his mind. Uh, there was stuff going on uh, with his family back home. I could tell he just missed being home because it had been so long. He was over in the States and, you know, he steps down, then his bench, like all these different things that go on. I don't but, know what the hell is going yeah, on. Yeah, I, no. I have no idea. I, obviously, you hope he's good, <laughs> but like he also like went to an event. A local land, yeah, which was, which was just odd. But maybe he just was had to be home was, around friends. But that was back home, which I, I think it yeah. might have just boiled down to that. And I don't want to speak too much for him, but that, that's kind of my guess. Just that's the take I got talking to me. It's kind of kind of missed missed home, and that might have been his first time away like that and competing in the league. So whatever it is, it seems like he's ready to go. He's back, and the London team, which started out looking like a top three team, and then had started to fall off, suddenly looking that way again, right? Yeah, they're up there. What top four? They got the first major, um, and that's when you know every everything was just kind of rolling. Uh, they were looking really good. They were looking like a team to, but yeah, top three. They got top three. They beat Toronto. Um, yeah, I mean they, they were they were they lost a phase in optic. Yeah, I think the only thing that's you could obviously tell they are what nine and one in hardpoint, five and one in search. So that's uh what fourteen and two at this stage, and then they are zero and five uh in control and that okay there's two ways you can think about this from my point of view the one way is is okay four out of five game modes your lights out yeah however I mean, seems good against your top teams on land in those environments against you know atlanta phase or your new yorks or your optics 
We saw it last year. You are at some point going to trade a search probably because, you know, counter strats, this and that. And a hard point. Like if somebody gets hot in a hard point, they get hot. I feel like what has been the game mode that has just been such a shift in terms of, I mean, the momentum throughout a match. But also, I feel like the teams that are winning tournaments have are having really solid control uh, events. And that does scare me a bit. And well, then you talk about them focusing. They're going to focus on fixing so much control. Hopefully, they don't lose a little tenacity in the other game modes. Because we've seen that before. And I think the other reason, you just can't like look at it like that. Like, as much as you want to, even if they were, whatever, 16 and out on those two, you can't think like, oh, well, they're 100% across those two. Because it's just, I, I, I think you can probably say, when the online league versus when you get to a major, I mean, the, the whole veto system is just a different ballgame. Um, and it's yeah. just not... When you just put that into it, it kind of just that alone dips those percentages. Just like when you think about it, I mean, you're just going to be playing a team's pick, like something they want to play. So just kind of throw that out the window. Now, could could they go there and do great? But I think your your sentiment of don't expect them to win both hard points and searches or one or the other. It's just not. It's not always realistic. It's not just purely due to vetoes and just a different different on a major. It is. Yeah, and I, I mean, you're going to get hard. You're going to get counter strated on. Like yeah. you play a search. Sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't matter what you do. Uh, you can just get hard countered and lose, right? I mean, I, that happens from time to time. Um, I, I'm I'm excited that they're back in this form because I think uh, Major Two and Major Three were like, man, this. I think it's always great when like London has a team. Uh, you know, the, the international squads are playing at a really high level, similar to Ultra. It just feels like their fan bases get fired up. We know what that does for the scene. I think it sparks like their challenger players to want to to get into the league. So them being back in this form, I think it's just is it's good for this. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I think before this whole Toronto Ultra thing, I mean, zero, you probably would say was the most successful player outside of the states. Um, him and Vance, yeah. I, well, I think I, I would have had him over Vance until well, recently with Ultra. I mean, it's kind of kind of hard now just with how how they have performed since the inception of the CDL. But zero is part of some of the most incredible moments for UK players, UK teams. So yeah, I'm, I'd love to see them. Do something wild now. I do. I wish Champs was just right in London. Raise on stage, yeah. London or Toronto, yeah. Honestly, I don't even know. Actually, I take it back, dude. After I saw what I needed to go to go to Canada, uh, I had I had a notebook that I had to bring with documentation to allow me into the country. I, I take it back. Yeah, you never know, dude. They might not. They they saw you. You were a big dude. They're like, what does this guy do? You're like, I commentate video games, and the person was like, all right, you're in. Yeah, no, the, you always get so worried. Uh, and I, I know that everyone has different experiences, but anytime I've gotten stressed about that, like about going through um, customs and just, you know, because you hear all these nightmare experiences. Every time I go, it's just like, what are you doing? I'm I'm here for video game tournament. Oh, Dub, what do you do? Uh, I, I talk over the game. And they're like, awesome. Have fun. I'm like, oh, and that's it. That's it. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, dude, I'm like memorizing the, the hotel address. I'm like, yeah, I yeah. got the hotel. I know where the venue is, dude. I know my manager who I got to call in case there's any yeah. problems. Like, dude, I got the lawyer on. I'm ready to go. I'm ready. I'm sure, like, you know, the Toronto boys and the London boys have some stories, but. Well, yeah, it's dude. just funny thinking back. Like, it was just, I guess it was so, it's so legit now. Um, I don't know. Like, I, my first international event seven years ago i shut up with a passport i i, I <laughs> i'm just like I, i'm just here I, I i don't know what i'm doing exactly uh there's call of duty being played and they're like okay but like now i literally had i felt like i was a spy 
All right, so <laughs> I had so much paperwork and stuff just because uh, you know all the all the legal yeah from the lawyers and stuff just to make sure everything was uh, set up with visas. And it was insane. Yeah, I still say the same thing. Yeah, I'm here for a video game tournament, or true. I'm here for that. True. And they're like, okay, true, true. I'm like, true. great. Have a good one. I'm like, great. Uh, <laughs> if you have any questions, you know where to find me. Well, is um, there uh, is there any major you want to hit uh, really online? I mean, that was just sort of the big thing for me. You talked about like sort of the the difference in game modes and just nice to see them kind of getting back in a rhythm with gizmo in the lineup i mean those were the major things that yeah i think that was a big thing i think you know they have a you know toronto ultra round one could be a really tough matchup uh, yeah. for both teams uh you know london did beat ultra three to one at this stage so they have that to work off of uh on the other side though ultra is coming off a of top four you know they're not i guess we can transition to toronto uh, they they aren't in toronto you're not gonna have that home crowd buff them walking through the stands getting that energy but and I know it's been a really tough year for Ultra because they were champs last year, like stage two champs. They were a top three team all year. And they're trying to get back to that form, especially like Cami. But it's just, uh, it, dude, with Vanguard, it's tough. And, and I think they're going through just like, we don't really know what to do. But Marky B is just crossing off the list. Like, it just, all right, what did we do last year at this point? What worked? What hasn't worked? Like, oh. And sometimes there's just not a whole lot you can do. I mean, there really isn't. I, they had such beautiful teamwork last year. And the game was, you know, it made a lot more sense to the players and to me and to probably a lot of us tuning in that uh, sometimes you're just like, well, shit, guys, there's nothing we can do about that one. Like, you lost. Where's this going? A little tangent here, then. Screw it. Um, so that, that's been something I've been trying to just figure out. Uh, with phase with ultra um you start talking about ultra so let's talk with ultra and this this would you say so last year i i, I cold war was one of my favorite competitive titles ever yeah um i maybe there's mixed opinions but it, it might be like my second favorite after black ops 2 like from, from a comment i'm talking from a commentary standpoint like that game was very easy to watch very easy and fun to cast like it was just you, you knew what was happening i loved it and is this almost, I don't think it's as drastic, uh, or maybe it is. I'm, players probably will talk to it better. Um, but like when you went from Ghost oh, yeah, to you've, you've heard me tell this story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it, do you think it's, it's got to be like at least, even as a smaller fraction of it. Similar. You're playing a different game. It's, it's just like, forget everything I knew. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll speak to it. When we went from Ghost to AW, I'm playing traditional boots games for five, six, seven years of my life, and we get handed Advanced Warfare, and I'm like, holy shit, what am I playing? Right? I, I, you know, start of the game comes out, I'm like, you know, we're hitting the strats, we're hitting the custom games, I'm throwing smokes, I got smoke spots. None of that shit matters. <laughs> None of it. I, I had, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, four, you just fly. And in my head, I'm just like, no, 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 no. There's got to be something else to this. Like, what if we do this or that or that? No, just fly. Hope you gun some people. And in the moment, you're, like, trying to just figure that out. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, if you took a shortcut uh, in a boots game or messed with a spawn, you screwed your team. You lost. Like, if someone did that on the opposing team, that was it. Like, you're like, you made a mistake. I'm going to destroy you now thank you ggs yep. aw came out and now wasn't it you could go left right because you're going left right back center in about oh, 15 down. seconds dude it didn't matter so like 
as uh, like my mind was in the blender and i still had some decent placings but i couldn't comprehend it like you have all of these strategies and fundamentals to me the way i compared it's like if you were just like hey nba players you're gonna play slam ball now like (laughs) i'm serious like imagine they're just like all right we're gonna play slam ball like you're like all right um well shit what do i what do i do okay that's gonna change some things so i think the players like ultra are probably going through the same thing they spawned up and they had a solid kickoff classic but they're like you know we had this beautiful teamwork we were punishing teams we were flipping spawns and a lot of that stuff really does not matter and that, uh, in Vanguard. I, I don't want to go too far into phase because I want to have a like, long talk about them, but like I, Ultra and Phase are the two teams I thought about the most with this. I was trying to figure out, was there something going on internally with players and chemistry, or it's probably a combination of things, or was it the game? And the more yeah. I've like thought about it, the one thing that stood out for, let's just, I'm just going to use Phase because it's a good example for this because we would talk to Crowder all the time. The one thing that Phase was really, really good at First, other teams is I, I thought because of Crowder and stuff there, they were far more mentally tough, I thought, early in titles when a lot of teams were bitching about the game and spawns and issues. They were just head down trying to learn to get better. It didn't really matter if they loved the game. They just loved getting better and being good. Sure. I think that they broke this year with this title. Honestly, I... I I think that is gone because to some degree, nothing, I, you, you're like, all right, guys, here's what we're going to do. Like, even if you're a coach, like, like I said, with Marky B or like a Rambo, like I, I think with this title, you can cross off a lot of things from the list and something can happen. And you're just like, yeah, I mean that there, that happened. Uh, there was nothing you guys could do differently. Yeah, and I don't want to like I don't want this just to be like a shit on Vanguard thing whatsoever because it's still been entertaining to cast. It's still gonna be entertaining to watch. We've had we've had great competitive tiles. We've had uh, bad competitive tiles. The fact is the game is not designed from the ground up ground up for competitive. It, it is what it is. I've sort of just accepted that. But for the players, it, it's a little yeah. bit different kind of that mentality of how you look at it. And well, especially going year to year, we're going we are from yeah. a really good one to one of the worst. Right, and when we say one of the words, right, it's not like Call of Duty is a franchise, just like for, strictly for like the esports side. It is just, it's tough. It, it is. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, I, think that's, I think that's part of it, man. And that's part of why, that, that's why when people are like, uh, you know, phases need a team for fans to get on because um, they, they've been on top for so long. Anytime a top team struggles, you know, you're throwing them through it. But like, when you really stop and think about it and look at the results, and how this year has gone and really think about the title and the tweets from people. It's actually kind of amazing that they have done what they've done. Right? Like the fact that we just said the last, the last three major winners are in losers bracket. Phase has gone to every final. They're still in the winners bracket. Like they're still just chugging along. Chugging along. Yeah. And is it the same level of success? No, but who else is somebody else having that? No. And it's just weird because as much as I want to like the only get on them, compare but, it to is like MW. It's probably the closest comparable because the, you yeah. had streaks where they were you know successful. They really struggled in finals, similar to, to this year, and it just felt like the team that was hot, whatever month it was, 
was winning. Like it, if either it was a like the Florida team that won, you know, two or three in a row, and then boom, like they went against them. Empire, I mean, they had a couple of solid uh, tournaments, but boom, they just hit it at the right time. Now, I'll be honest, I, I think that's going to be the same thing this week or, or this year. Uh, at, come around champs time, come around this time. Like if you told me Ultra was going to win this major, I bet yeah, they must have just got hot. They must have got hot this weekend and, and done it. Like they just kind of figured it out. It's what's what's different for me to in some regard. I guess I'm curious if it will happen. And sort of what you're saying, like uh, take a look at um, I think I think uh, Black Ops Three comes to mind right away. Like it felt like uh, Envy towards champs kind of really figured out how to manipulate spawns like by pinching hard points and they, they sort of played hard point mm -hmm. the right way at the right time um when you look at modern warfare I, I remember a parasite had this giant document that i actually ended up going through where people kept saying it's so random he's like no it's not random at all this is just how it works and the people that put in the time there there was a method to the madness you, it just was yeah. different than what you're used to i guess i'm just sort of wondering is someone going to figure out the method to the madness here or is it just actually madness i i don't, I don't know uh i think it's madness man yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, oh, I think with all the resources these teams have with the play right. like in, you know the big thing with mw was it was the first squad spawn game that was it right it's the same thing with jetpacks at following you know aw teams started to figure it out i fit you know i was starting to figure it out this is the now the second squad spawn game hopefully the last but probably not um but and now we're still having this amount of of like issues because just that's the way it is. Well, this this game this game sort of like what, what threw me off when I first started watching it because we just you know whenever I start to learn hardcore, I'll sit down with Chris or whatever and we'll watch. Yeah, I was like I was like this just seems to me like I'm watching spawns that mixed Cold War and Modern Warfare together because I just watched them squad spawn, but then I watched them perfectly spawn them out like Cold War right there on that hard point. So. How does it work? <laughs> That's how I felt at first. And then he was bringing it down for me. I was like, it seems like it's just sort of both. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. But even uh, then, there's just some weird <laughs> ones tossed in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody will figure it out. Maybe somebody won't. But the fact is, as much as I, I understand the frustrations with the inconsistencies, and it's, it's tough for players. I mean, I'm sure just from a, a viewer standpoint and us commentating, it, it's going to be a fun final stretch. For the majors to be a blast, for chance will be a blast. I mean, that's why I kind of stopped worrying about this type of stuff too much. It's like, obviously, well, I mean, we dive into it later, all the improvements we hoped that we would have for the CDL and games and developers for it. But like, I'm just sort of like, I can't control that. It's out of my hands. Um, yeah. I hope that we enjoy and have fun. And it, I think we have every year. So, yeah, I mean, the players put on the show, right? So, yeah. I mean, that they're the ones doing this, uh, yeah. playing this every day. So, but yeah, real, realness back uh, with Ultra. I mean, yeah, I, I think it's just a, a a thing of that where like they're you know they've had a couple of good weekends. They still have two top fours. Um, you know, Cammy's talked about it. You know, we had you know Scrappy the sub in. He really helped me out. I don't know if these guys are going to figure it out. In like what I mean by that is consistently you know be like your phase where you're in the final every time and you're beating who you're supposed to be beat. But if it clicks a weekend. It clicks a weekend, and you could win. And I think we've seen that twice already now with Gorillas and Surge. I, I do. I, I just think that's it. If you're a fan of a CDL team, you're just hoping for that weekend. The game makes perfect sense to those guys because that's just the way it feels like right now. I, I just, yeah, I'm still, I still just wonder, is it madness or is someone going to 
I'm going to crack the code towards the end. <sighs> or, or, or it will just be somebody hot. Uh, we'll see. Wait, but it's not, not a whole lot left, so I guess, I guess we'll find out soon. Um, otherwise, for Ultra... Yeah, I guess I just... I don't know. I guess I feel like I'm supportive of everybody. You know, I just have been casting these guys for so long. I just want to see everyone succeed. That's not really possible, but just the recent success they had, and I, I think Ultra is... You know, the new brands uh, that have come in. I'm saying this because we're on the Toronto Ultra Merkin Maven podcast. Yeah, we'd be they, saying this anyways. Yeah, saying like they've, uh, you know, they've really put, I think this, what we're doing right now is an example of, you know, them trying to get behind the content game uh -huh. and that, uh, you know, they really pushed their brand. They've been good on social. Uh, the team, uh, it just rose from nothing to something. Um, yeah, I know TikTok this kills it too, man. Make sure you guys check out their TikTok. I, I just know, I know it's been a frustrating year. So I'm hoping uh, maybe, maybe they could get something going, going towards the end. Um, we'll, we touched on phase a little bit. We'll get to them later. Let's talk. Let's talk about uh, LED's phase. You want to go uh, well, you know, I'm just going to the, the list you had on our talk. Yeah. Okay. Boston, I think Boston, we, we're going to talk about next. Okay, I'm down. You can go to whoever, really. I was just going to the order of what you had. Of our document? Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. You talk Boston, Florida. I, interesting one here. I mean, Boston, I think, what, four and one this stage? Great qualifier. Oh, were you looking at the bracket? Yeah, I was just looking at the doc. Yeah, okay. Right. No, we can do whatever. Who yeah, cares? Who cares? It's our podcast. We're going to talk. Yep. Fuck yeah, you. we're gonna sh yeah, sh we're gonna shoot the shit. Yeah, I, yeah fuck I said, you. I say you say whatever I want. All right, keep going. I know it's weird. It's weird actually saying that on like yeah. a broadcast. Last time I said shit. it, I started a, a fuck Domino's, and everyone thought it was okay to say on the broadcast. Dude, I'll never. Still, I I don't think we've talked about that. I could not believe that. So the <laughs> real quick, I just I said it. I said it. Uh, you know, in an interview with Slasher after they won, uh, and and next thing I know, I like it goes to the desk. I hear Ali say it. I'm like, what is going on? Did I just set off some sort of chain reaction with that word? Well, you and, said uh, it, and then uh, <laughs> what Spart was saying it on like twelve times. I was like, who I just, cares I, what the players say, right? I mean, yeah. who cares? But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then the desk was going off. I don't oh, know, man. You start. Every, everyone's like, "Oh, Maven did it." Dude, he's been in in this thing for ten plus years. I, dude. I was like, like, we got this. I was like, "Whoops!" I had a call that later that week. I was like, "My bad." I thought my, I thought how I said it like that kind of fell right in the moment, but I didn't know I'd start that. I, I I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> let's get into Boston. The one thing um, I know you're gonna have a lot to say, but I, I think. I just want to touch on one thing I found interesting as soon as the video sure. thing happened. Um, I, I do, I wasn't shocked to see that because the one, the one thing that I, that stuck with me in a couple interviews that I did with methods, um, we're talking mid tournament and majors. He, they had a lot of crazy like game fives and stuff. And I talked about the young players and, you know, he would say just the way he talked about it was sort of like a man, they are playmakers. It's great when they make plays, but, Man, I'm not sure what they're doing sometimes. Like, it, it was just like a. It, I think he said it was AKA, like a two. -edged. Holy shit! They're making some stupid plays in the middle of this game. I think he sort of was just. It's a two-edged sword, sort of, with with yeah. those players. What it sounded like, you know, there's ups and downs with it. And to me, this this change was to maybe sharpen the one side of the sword a little bit. Um, yeah, that, that's 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 kind of why I took. Yeah, I mean, I think people are probably surprised by the cat move. Maybe uh, if you're like a viewer, maybe not. You know, in the know, if you want to like rookie of the year for him and stuff, and suddenly he's benched. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think he had a lot of the highlight plays, yeah. um, which can go a long way for fans. Uh, he was playing with a lot of pace and this and that, but we're not in the room every day. We don't know what they're talking about, what they're trying to work on. Um, after major two, they kind of went downhill a bit. Uh, you know, well, I mean, especially major three. I think they were just ready to probably try some out. And the fact that they get vivid, uh, which we talked about with Florida, WTF, 
Um, they did Vivid. And I believe Vivid was a potential option for this team at the start of the year. But I don't think Boston wanted to pay the, the buyout fee when he was on Empire. And then I think Florida did. Something like that. We're big Vivid uh, or guys. Maybe they, maybe they formed the team. Uh, We're big Vivid guys. I don't know when it started, but we are. Uh, and, yeah, they get Vivid. And now they're 4-1. They're 4-1 also doing it like a much different way. Like they're winning a lot of respawns, which I think is a good thing for them. Because they're two and five, they were two and five in search over this stage. You have some really solid search players. So I think if you button that up, you're you're in a really strong spot towards the end of this year. Would you say they're kind of close to that point where if you now drop methods and pick up like an insight like player, they win tournaments? It works for Ultra. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Poor poor Zidia, I swear to God, every time a team starts clicking, he dropped it. No, not this Play time. Plays on the um, table. Dude, stop, stop. Don't even speak that into existence. Any, uh, you, I probably not watch it with you. I'm sorry. I love you. You're an incredible player, but I, I had to take the shot. Um, but yeah, I think we're both a, a fan of the move. I just, I think I'm you kind of. I was trolling. I think you kind of, uh, I think you kind of nailed it. Like I, I, when I first saw it, I was sort of, my first instinct was, damn, part of rookie of the year, Caps making all these plays. But then the next thing I thought about was just talking to methods and sort of not really even reading between the lines, just what he was saying. Like, it, yeah. I can see why this went down totally. And you just got to, it's, it's a late season roster change, right? Like I know they're playing well right now, but you mm -hmm. just got to make, you got to get to champs form quickly. Well, you look at this roster. I mean, Vivid's not like, <laughs> like he's going to pop off. He's going to play with pressure. Uh, Zinn's not a superstar. He, he's like your accuracy. He's a slow AR. He's going to be in his spots. You know, he's going to, he's going to put up his numbers. He's going to, I mean, he's going to pop off every now and then. If he was like the number one KD going into the one major. But yeah, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. You talk about like a, a dash or, or whatever. Yes, you yes, know, yes. A I, cell. Like, I, I don't know if he has that impact, but he has enough impact for a winning team. Certainly. You know, I just, okay, now who's going to be the superstars? Now all the pressure is kind of on Nero and TJ. So if Vivid is going to help anyone, it has to be those two. It, and I think you're, you you saw that like glimpses of it throughout this stage, uh, especially, you know, you know, for control Nero has like a 1.24. He's at a, over a one in hard point. But if they want to win, those two have to stay consistent because they have they have had a lot of inconsistencies, especially against top teams. How do you feel about them making a run? I don't okay, know. Okay, yet. maybe maybe not winning, but like you know, what's what's a run? A top great. four? I, I would say like a yeah yeah. Let's, let's say like a top four. It's got to win two matches, right? I mean, then what? They play Florida and then they would play New York. That that could be the match. I would I have them beating Florida. It's just you know, that point forward, you're playing middle of the pack teams, which is probably where I would have them right now. And can they beat a? Can they beat a New York? Can they beat a Seattle? Can they beat an Optic? A Toronto? A London? I mean. Why not? It's Vanguard, but yeah, I guess yeah, you just said every question I would possibly write you, unless it's Paris right now. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I guess I'm just a, I'm excited to uh, just see how they do. I like the vivid pickup. So far, so good. Can you beat top teams? Yeah, and I know they have a couple of big wins this stage online, but to me, it's a major. Just, yeah, you did a major. Uh, you know, it's a honeymoon period a little bit. You're rolling, you're rocking, you're rolling. Yeah, but on, on, on land is is the same thing. Uh, I just got to see a little bit more. I want to well, see more. 
Were you worried this could be like a, a rocker type thing where you know Havoc comes in, they they're like destroying five and zero or whatever, and, and majors or whatever, and now they are where they are. We'll talk about rocker more, but it could it be a similar type thing where you just yeah kind of click click for a little bit? Yeah, that'd, that'd be my fear too. Um, but we'll see it. We'll see how it plays out. I'm excited to see how it goes down. Um, I had thieves next. Um, I don't even. Know. You, you asked me. You asked me. You had on this document. You had on this document at one point. Most disappointing team of the year. And yeah. I instantly said Thieves. And you were sort of like, I don't know, like I'd probably pick somebody else. And, and for me, I felt that way just because all of it, the, the brand, the pedigree of the players, the, 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 the highs that they have reached. When you think about that roster on paper, you think championship contender. And it has not been that. Um, mm. So for me, yeah, it has been a disappointment. And I don't I don't know how you could really argue any other way. Um and it, it probably is a lot to do. I it's so hard because you don't know sort of how we were talking about like with people struggling day uh, day to day with this game. And one day mm -hmm. everything's clicking and one day it's not. Like it's gotta be so hard when you're thinking about you know, roster changes is it the team is it a problem is it the is it well when you talk about last is year it... especially they were definitely reluctant to pull the trigger yeah it, it's just what is it it's almost like the optic issue like who, who do you drop you know and i know a lot of people are gonna say ken and you know there's reddit's been vocal about it um i think his teammates, management, us, I think we know a special talent he can be. I think we he does need to show it a little bit more. It's just that that's a really tough, it's tough to pull that trigger. Um, and that's kind of like what Opti had with last year. And I, you're kind of in the same situation. Draws has been great. Octane's had ups and downs. You know, Envoy's Envoy. I, I don't know. It's just, a, it's a really, it's a really tough conversation about like if they were to make one what would they do i have no clue i just wonder if you had this title in like a different game how they'd be kind of thing and oh maybe, maybe, well, shit, maybe that's character. what they're thinking i, I exactly. really well that that's sort of what i'm saying like we're, we're close to the end of the year here um you've got some superstar brands on your team do you believe they will just be fine next year um and if you're thinking about a change do you believe that you've seen enough that it's just like a one person change i i, I don't I don't know that the answer is yes. I'm not sure that I think just one move and suddenly this is a contender. I, I don't think I feel that way. Um, Here is the only thing I will... Weird, man. I, but that's like you said for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's the... like I'm going to say what I said for Ultra. <laughs> if LA Thieves get hot one weekend, I think they could win. However, they have struggled against top teams. They're playing phase round one. I don't think this franchise has ever beaten phase ever. Um, and that is, that's in the back of their mind. Uh, like has to be like, they're, no, they're playing phase phase is probably really confident to play against them. Now, could this be, if they get over that hump, could this be like a finals run? It's kind of crazy. Just never to beat them. Might as, might as well. Yeah. Never. Not one, not I, once. Not I one guess, time of being phase. I guess it's like not that crazy when you think about outside of this year, phase was losing like five series a year. I exaggerate. We know what I mean? Like for the first couple of years, their, their league record and stuff was nuts. Um, so they, they weren't losing much, but you guess you'd think like once at some point, right? Especially with like these rosters. Like, yeah. And I know last year was insane. Um, 
I just think this team is always going to have the chance. People are going to want to play here. So in terms of their roster, I, I don't know. It's going to be tough for them thinking of that because I think there could probably be a discussion around it. Like the one name for me is kind of Envoy because he's not your traditional sub. And I think that could probably be tough uh, at times for for a lot of his teammates. Puts a lot of pressure on like somebody like Ken. I think it's similar to like uh, the Shotzi thing. He's always flanking. People are nowhere where he's going to be. You know, when you're not that sort of traditional, just maybe always always trying to make a play. Not always trying to make a play, but maybe trying to make a play a little too fancy or too flashy. Uh, maybe taking a long route when you don't need to. Well. That I might know hurt them at times more than we know. And I know. Maybe I know it hurt optic last year and this and that. I know what, what Krim said to me even about Shotzi uh, back when they were on empire. Um, and Krim says a lot of shit. i to be honest. Um, he has said a lot of things to me. Some made sense. Some not so much, but I think, I think we can, we can agree on the fact that for the most part for call of duty, the faster you are able to play efficiently, like the, the faster pace you can just play at in general is usually better, right? Like it, it is. I, I know there's more to it, but you want to you wanna have aggression, you want to play pace. And he said that I, it was something to the, to the yoke of like him and Illy, which I think I, we called out Krem for being a psycho sometimes and how he played at AR. He's like, he said like him and Illy felt like they had to because Shotzi at times wasn't engaging enough. Um, oh. just with routes he would take. Uh, it looks on screen like he's playing super fast sometimes, but um, don't get me wrong, he is a wildly talented freak of nature, but like he just wasn't getting involved enough sometimes, and they felt they had to. Um, and at the time, I was just sort of like, oh. Well, and it's easier to do that in 5v5. Like, you can get away with it, where now 4v4, it's tougher to do. That's what I mean. Like, it's, it's hard to do that in a, in a 4v4 setting. Someone's not closer to filling that gap. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I guess I'm wondering now. Maybe, maybe yeah, some, 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 some truth. To like, that. It was the same thing with Optic last year. Like they, there was a really good team. I thought for sure they didn't even make yeah. a final last year, right? And it was just like what? Yeah. So that's like kind of the one question mark for me. Is it a sub? Maybe it isn't. I don't know. I guess. Well, is it just the title? Maybe it's just the title. Well, that, we were we were we were prepping for this, and like the number of times that I think one of us said that, like, is it just the game right now? I, I, I it's, it's so hard to tell. You can you could watch as much as you want, and hey, you know we still come to a lot of the same conclusions the players do. You see their tweets, just sort of like I don't know, man. Yesterday it all made sense. Everything clicked today. I, I I'm on I'm on Pluto. <laughs> I, like you see that? It, it's just yeah. It, it seems it seems difficult, but that just doesn't. It's not just. You know, individual gameplay side trickles down to roster changes and what you try to figure out and what you want to hold for the future. Like, there's so much to that little core idea of what is the actual issue. I guess, I guess we'll see. And, and it could be something where you know what he he's a good enough, he's a, a mature enough person to it, maybe in practice they're watching VODs. He's talking about it. I think I should be doing this. They should, you know, with Cap and, and Shane, like they are very much a tight knit group. The LATs I, I've hung out with them at events. Like they're very you know, t together, they're all friends. Um, it could just be one of those things where, yeah, they're just not playing well. Uh, I think he's just mature enough to have those conversations of like, is that what you want me to do? Like, I'll, I'll do it if, if that's it. But I think it should be played this way. Like, it's just a, again, probably what we thought with Ultra, everyone's going to have a different opinion the way they should be playing and just trying to figure out one way and sticking with it.
Well, that probably made it really hard. I mean, let's just, I don't want to hash out too much again, but like when you were talking about AW and stuff, um, let's say, let's say you have had a clear leader or someone that, you know, kind of had their way to play my way or the highway, or you were the one that figured stuff out and sort of that filtered through the team. When there is a shift like this and everyone's struggling, it probably is really, you just, it goes from being that one voice to then that's not working. So somebody else wants to have their idea Correct. and that's not working. Somebody else has an idea. Next thing you know, everyone wants to do this and that. I imagine that's 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 work, right? I mean, that's how yeah. that meltdown was. This clay had one way, supposedly Krim had another, maybe someone else has another way. A coach has a different way. And if yeah. you don't have mature enough people to just give it a try, that is when shit melts down because you lose a scrim and you're like, I told you we should yeah. have done this instead of that. It just gets worse and worse and worse. So yeah, I, I mean, Thieves, um, I don't know. They just got a tough round one matchup. That's really, I, I guess the good thing for them, they are a bubble team, right? Uh, and I guess the best thing for them is that if There's, they lose, they go, down and play pa- they go down and play Paris. And Paris hasn't won since like, what, 2018 or whatever. Um, right. Okay. So that uh, is like the big thing for Thieves, for making champs. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's. We we doubt a little bit with with phase. I, I think I said a couple of the things I wanted to, but there there was one a question I had for you. And you're probably gonna think it's it's dumb, but I'm just curious. So, but I was trying to figure out what the problem was, and we were going back and forth. Anything you say is never dumb, Maeve. Don't Thanks. ever say that about yourself. That yourself. Seventy five percent of it. So when I was trying to think of what was going on and whether it was the game and them struggling to have that mental toughness they had. The only other thing that came to me was I wondered if there was any kind of chemistry issues because we don't hang out with them all the time and the only thing i thought that really shifted on the team is when they were having a lot of success right when they were just dominating um i think most would agree it was kind of the simple easy show right like we all knew cell and rc's were nuts but it was kind of their show this year everyone's kind of taken a backseat to sell uh cell has been a god he has been the most consistent uh maybe the best player in the league from i guess that standpoint I guess I just wonder if there could be any any issues with that. Like I don't know, maybe some egos tweaked, maybe not. But I think um, there could be something where, like, if you're Phase, you probably don't want Cell to stop doing what he's doing because the numbers are ridiculous. Yeah, no, right? Did you see that? What was it? You had the one before, then the ninja, like back to back rounds or whatever. Like... There could definitely be something where <laughs> guys like Alec and Abizi. Heck, even Simp. I mean, the guy was taking long routes when we first started watching this game, like, and he still probably does. Maybe every now and then they have to take a more selfless route, and that's just so that MC is comfortable. I just don't know if that's really the issue. Uh, I mean, it could be. Like, there could be some things. But again, like, if those are the discussions we're, that we're having, they have to be having that discussion as well. And they probably had the discussion stages ago, yeah. right? Like, all right, MC, you're frying. But something was, something's obviously not working here. Maybe try something else. Yeah, and I don't really think it's like this huge jealousy thing. I don't. I I was just, I was trying to think of anything I could to explain. Why, whatever was happening was happening? Yeah, it's not like they have been the most consistent team, but there's been certain things that like in the past, let's say there was a, let's say there was a map and mode that Crowder wanted them to get good at. They would Mm -hmm. play it and 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 play it. Lose, lose, lose until they got good. Like they would do it till they got good. And at this point in the year, there are just certain maps and certain hard points where they just still suck. And I'm just like, why is that a thing? And I was yeah, I was trying to think of all the different reasons it probably could be. And I I, I think it comes back to sort of the 
the just with this title and i think some of them are just like whatever but i'm sure it's yeah, a little no, easier I, just chalk it for a little bit but you've won so much just like all right this here is just uh, all right <laughs> it's i think it's really tough because i know they're probably really struggling with this game and when we talk about Simba BZ, they're going for four world championship of appearances in a row, which is <laughs> like that that's could actually, very, that could realistically happen. Like that's, that's insane. Alex is insane. going for his third out of uh, fourth. Um, that's same as Al is going that for is his wild. third out of fourth. It's 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 insanity when you, when you're saying like just saying it out loud. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean they're still probably the best team. I think the big thing for me has been a busy in finals. I think he struggled in both major two and major three grand finals. The one, I guess maybe turnaround thing for them. If you look at this stage in general, is they're five and one in search. He's got a 1.26 overall in, in search. It feels like they're missing a killer. And what I be, mean by that is I think everyone hates playing face because you walk up on that stage especially before this year, you probably knew nine times out of 10, probably 9.9 times out of 10, you were getting shit on. And for the most part, that's very still real until the grand final. Now it's like this opposite where people are like, well, we're going to do what Gorillas did. We're going to do what Optic did. We're going to do what Seattle did. We just got to get to the final. It's like the Tiger effect in a way. Like, you know, Tiger, when he was just winning, 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 no one thought they could beat him. He seemed this invincible God. Mm -hmm. Once you take somebody down... It's a mental thing. You know, they, they, well, it's, and now it's, it's, it's all of these different teams <laughs> doing it, though. It's not just Optic having the mental fight over them. Yeah. It's all of these teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know who it needs to be if they do get to another final or even just in general. I need someone to just have, like, an intensity. like Because normally when they're win, they're just like, yeah, we shit on you. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, on to the next round. We're just doing our thing. I want them shit talking. I want them teabagging in game. I want it. I want it all. I want toxic fate. Like I want it back. Like let's start. Let's let's bring it back, dude. Hundred percent. Like the Bash Brothers. But I, I think I just don't think they can. And this was my other kind of thought that I had when I was trying to think of what's going on, and maybe it's a little bit of everything. But it. but I, I you know that I think Simp is the greatest Call of Duty player of all time. Uh, well, the, okay. he will be. Let me let me he reword that. Be. Let me reword that. Not the greatest Call of Duty player of all time. I think from a talent and game awareness, just student of the game, I think he is the most impressive player I have ever watched. That's that's how I feel. Um, go talk can't happen yet. It's just can't. But I, I really feel that way. Mm. But we know, we've said it a million times, when it comes to any team, maybe the most important player is your entry guy. The guy first in, whether he's getting one or two kills or he's getting bodied, that is the most important player a lot of times on the map. A BZ hasn't been a BZ. And it literally, all, every, this whole conversation could just be, for whatever reason, the BZ is just not as good right now. And if that is, game, I mean, he might, no, he might, he might, for, for, for whatever reason, maybe, maybe, maybe he hits the game, maybe he's just not good at this game, maybe it is the game making it hard for him, maybe it's a mental thing, whatever it is, just throw that out the window. He's not performing like he has. And it could be as simple as like, when that domino falls and he is struggling, that explains the rest. Yeah, and Honestly. they didn't have like the best the best stage here. Uh, I mean, still three and five in hardpoint. They went three and two. They have a loss to London, a loss to Gorillas. It's not good losses, but the the only star factor for me was they went five and one in search. That that's it. I just feel like when this team is good at search, they're the hardest team to beat. Like, and they always were until 
really this year. They, they were they were the top one or two team in search pretty much since they've been a team at all times, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, basically. Who, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's been like them or Ultra or them or like Empire. I mean, they've always been up there, always. And let me, like, I'll just read these off. Grand Final versus Seattle. What, what, Abizi and a hard point, 0.78. In search, 0.91. Not great, right? I, I mean, Grand Final 2 for the Major. Uh, major 2, hard point, 0.84. Search, 0.61. I mean, just not good. Not good enough. Not think about, no, but that's that, that's the thing, too. He, he is, usually when we talk about those types of players, we will, it's not like if you're a main AR and the expectation of you is to have a one 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 two whatever. If you are that guy, on a lot of teams, a 0.9 to a one or whatever is usually all right. right? That's amazing. If you yes, have a yes. one, you, no, but, your team's getting smoked. <laughs> yeah. But a BZ would put up like a one too. Like that, that is what mm-hmm. he has been. He has been the one player in that hyper-aggressive position that is still putting up, like he's a main AR stats. And, and it hasn't really made a whole lot of sense. Like that's just what he's been able to do. Now he went from that to kind of being subpar, you would say, or, or human. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that probably probably is a lot of why the struggles happen. I, I would think. And yeah, no, I'm, I'm no, not no, trying no. to shit on easy. I, I think he's incredible. I think he is one of the most impressive, if not the most impressive player we've ever had in that position ever. Him and Simp are the best sub duo of all time. But the yeah. fact is, he's not playing great in the title, especially in finals. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, there's fuel to the fire. I mean, yeah, lost three majors in a row. I, I don't know what else they need uh, at this point. Oh, it's all it's on fire. Right? Gasoline's there. They've thrown yeah. some other shit. Yeah. Like you lose like uh I don't know after you you win champs you, you did what you did last year I mean the last couple of years like I don't know you you kind of got your ring all right lose the first major all right second major you had the gorillas like I don't know they were just on fire that weekend it is what it is then you lose again to Seattle like you get to a back you're just like I don't know what else you need to add like it's obviously a new problem now there's nothing else like that, that's it so yeah I mean if they get to another final hopefully. Uh, they will. That is the only. I, I was will. asked. I, I, I did an interview before the last major, and they're like, "What, no, do, you, what do you like? What do you feel confident in, like uh, picks wise? Uh, what do you feel?" I, I was like, "The only thing that I feel confident of all the teams will. in anything is that Phase will get to a final." Yeah, that is the. That's, that, that's the. You're, you're right. They might not, but like that has been the only constant, the only one, and Paris has been consistent, but. Yeah, that's been the one constant. So I feel confident they can make it to a final. I, well, how could you not? But yeah, I mean they're playing LITs round one. Never lost to them. They're feeling good. Yeah, you know. Then you play London or Toronto. That's another tough one. Then you potentially play like a New York. Uh, which what's, it, what? Sorry, it's cut you off. But what's so crazy about all this and all this face talk? Oh, yeah. How they're struggling in a BZ. If you had to pick who's going to win champs this year right now, who would you pick, dude? I mean, you'd have to, I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, oh, I, I picked face. face. It has to be face. It has to be. Like, face, 100%. And it's just. <laughs> They're the only consistent just, thing. I know. It's, it. just, it's, it's, second, it's just, it's funny. It's just not winning. It's just funny to be so negative. And then like, God damn it. If I'm going to, if I have to pick, I'm still picking them. Yeah, no, we're being negative. But yeah, they still made it to three straight major finals. Yeah, I, I, I know. I get it. We just have such high expectations. I know. It, it, it's just, it's weird how. You know, your expectations kind of skew, skew everything. We were talking about a different team with the same results. We'd be like, oh my God, they are frying. This duo could get, you know, four world championships in a row. Like, oh my gosh. Like, cra- looking back at this time, we're going to look back at this and just be like, that was insane. Like, what that core did. 
Like really. It's it's one of those things where you're just like try to appreciate greatness when you're you're watching, whether it's a you know a Jordan, LeBron, a Brady. Like you just you know you are watching an all time great. Like that's kind of how I I yeah I feel with those guys. I do. Like it's just you are in the midst of something special. Try to enjoy it. And here we are, just nitpicking and bitching about them. But that's what's fun. What's what all the other like sports <laughs> broadcasts do? Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's true. It's true. LeBron made eight finals in a row, but this year he didn't make it. Like, yeah. oh, darn. Like, uh, oh, shoot. What a disappointment, dude. Like, <laughs> this guy stinks. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's funny to me. Just, just like that. Yeah, another tangent. Just like that, that and everything. Like, expectations, like, it's, it's everything. Dude, even with, like a movie, dude, like your expectations are too high or too low for something. I've gone into a bad movie. I heard it was the worst thing ever. My ex- expectations were so low. I went in, I'm like, that's pretty that's solid. Pretty yeah. The, honestly, the only thing that's like lived up to expectations lately, we're not going to have to get too far into it. God, Top Gun, man. I went in with very high expectations. I, whew, Good fun. time. Great Good time. time. Man, Good I want to be a fighter pilot. Just... <laughs> I'm, aer- I'm aerodynamic, dude. Yeah, I think you want to do like the wings, though, right? They go out. It's not like in like this, you know? I, I don't know what I was. Yeah, you like a bobsled team? You on the bobsled it's team? Or... <laughs> I, really, I'm a seaman. Um, okay, so who is, uh, who's up next? Let's talk about Florida, Joe. Uh, I mean, I was like ready to kind of roast Florida, honestly. They started one and two. Uh, they let Vivid go. Turio was getting smoked. I mean, still needs to get better. But they bounce back to go three and two and make winners. I mean, they have a winnable winners round one with, you know, going up against Breach. I don't know. I mean, I still like don't know if there's anything there yet. Uh, I, I will say I'm happy for Major. And Major is probably the key point that I want to talk about with this team. Because when you talk about the Skies and Awakening duo, um, two of a very talented duo, right? They have been for the last couple of years, but it just felt like something has been missing. Like, where's the next evolution of it? Like, to 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 win and to be yes, well, well, and it just felt like they were missing like structure (laughs) and being a, a a top team, like someone rallying them together. And I think, I think Major can do that. I mean, obviously, you have you have like what Florida was doing when they added Awakening in uh you know in MW, but when you look at that team in MW, you had like what you had uh you know you had Frosty, you had Fair, you had players who were just like willing to do whatever it took to win, and I think that made it very easy for Skies and Awakening. Uh, so now it's just like, well, who was the fifth? Mox was Mox the fifth then when they were winning? I think it was, and I think he's another one that's just like willing to do whatever they wanted to yeah. but you, you know you kind of set up around skies and awakening and they're going to put pressure on where they i don't know if they've had that for a while and now i think with major he he'll be the one to do it do you sort of feel like i you know there's been talks about splitting them up or whether they can't win together or, or whatever but i guess i just sort of feel skies and awakening are uh a oh, talented havoc. yeah havoc. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They're like a talented enough duo and core that like kind of whatever is with them, like they're gonna be a middle of the pack team at least. I I, I just feel I don't know it's not how COD works exactly, but like they're they're that good and talented. They're gonna be like not a bottom tier team, I guess is how I kind of view it. It's yeah. just can can you find the other two pieces 
to find a really good winning formula. It's not like they've, they've been bad at all. I think I think they've been one of the more probably underappreciated or undervalued teams so far this year. Um, I just don't know what what changes it takes to get them, or if, if it's a money thing, or they it's can't been find the same the right way person. though. Last <laughs> year was the same way. Sky's in a way team popping off. Yeah, yeah. Just can't get over the 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 hump of the middle of the pack. Maybe they might do it every now and then, but hasn't happened. And then you have like this year where they beat Optic and then they lose. Like it's just like, what is happening from that series to the next? Like what's going on? I thought you were gonna ask me like, would you split those two up? Um, no, no, no. I, I, I kind of, okay. I wonder if you felt like I did. Sort of just like as long as those two are there, I, I think you are middle of the pack already. Like slot in whatever two other players you want. I, I, I feel like that will be at least the middle of the pack team. I do. I'm ready to see them on different teams. Honestly, maybe, maybe you have to, um, I, I just think like that's been discussed for three years. Um, yeah, I'm ready I, I, I think, I think one thing that really stands out made me feel more like you probably should is what I think. I think wake tweeted something, uh, <laughs> like sarcastic. Do you think I want to be running a sub something like that? Uh, that he tweeted out and I was like, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean that, what, what just happened? I saw some of that core mile. Dude, what was that? <laughs> what was that dude? What did I miss? Nothing. Uh, yeah. I, I, got, my, I, I got my other screen over there, Joe. Are, are, are they playing funny games with me? I'm ready to see. Uh, no, no, no. You're good. I, I think they both have really high impact. They both could be main ARs. I, I'm just ready to see them go elsewhere. Like, I, I think Awakening can take a a team like... Hmm. I think he can make like a middle-of-the-pack team like T3. I think he's got that much talent. Oh, well, I just want to see it. <laughs> what did, that's what Nameless said. Uh, years, I think it was like two years ago. He's like, dude, put him on a put him on a top team. That that that'll be the phase killer or something like that. And I was like, all right, whatever, maybe. Oh, oh, big way, dude. Yeah, there he is. Oh, dude, that is. He looks badass. He does, right? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Oh, uh, so yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I think uh, the the vivid roster change was a question mark, but they were able to bounce back this stage. I'm happy for Major. Um, I think Two Real probably knows individually he's got to step up. I don't really have too much to say except let's see what the hell happens. This is about the 40th time I've said this on the show, but perfect. Uh, I I I like and support everybody, I guess, but like I mean it even more when I say it with Major Maniac. I don't know what it is. Like I just want that guy to succeed so bad. Like, dude, his tweet when he first got dropped, like what was it last year? Just like it was the perfect like uh, it was this year, wasn't it? Was it was it this year? Yes, you're you're right. Sorry, I, I've a lot of years. But when it was just the I can't remember exactly the wording, but it was sort of just a all right, back to the grind, back to the lab. I'm gonna get better. I, I was just like, God, it's why I mean, people, he people went down there and had like a ton of success. Like people like, yeah. struggle with accountability. Like everyone, I feel like nowadays wants to blame others for their inadequacies. That is just a thing with this generation. It's getting worse and worse. I mean, you can look at every walk of life, especially uh, Warzone. We play it every day. You die. Ah, uh, oh, it's cheater. No, you just are ass. Work to get better. I like that. I saw that from him. It's just kind of rare. But I find the real ones did. But like I like oh, that. Uh, thing. Oh, 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 okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, I struggle with it sometimes too. But I, I, I guess it's rare you see somebody just kind of right away take personal accountability and work to get better. I like it. Can we clip this and then every time he starts bitching, just send it to him? Like, can we clip that up until this point? 
And every time in his stream, when he's just being an idiot, like let's send that clip to him. I would let's do that. I think we should. Tell you what, Joe, two hundred pain players have not had shit. I, it doesn't matter. Fire and twisted. I, I'm uh, fire and right. twisted now. But anytime that comes back up, I just want to be like, boom! I'm sending this to you. That's all. Take uh, accountability. No, I mean, I, I I struggle with it. I think everybody does, but hmm. I think it's just. It's I like when you see somebody's kind of. Say something like that. I, I just need to yeah. work on it better. Let me ask you a question. Uh, just on Florida really quick. End of this year, say they really, because obviously they had a lot of success the first year. Um, not the most last year. Still struggling a bit this year. If they don't have a good year, is it like full reset time? Like roster time? Like full roster? Oh, I I, I don't think so. I think it, it, bare minimum you would keep them like guys are awakening. Like yeah, yeah. I, I, I could see a reset around one. one of those players. Sure. Yeah. Why not? I'm in. I think it's about time. Um, and that just boils down to I think I think if you had one of those players and they have money to pay players, I think that would be a welcoming spot like for for any, I would think. Oh yeah, sorry, you guys gotta live in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Um you get to play <laughs> with it, but player and uh, I, I don't know. I we'll see. But yeah, that's a team I, I just want to look out for uh, you know, in the off season, see what kind of moves they they make. Uh but that's see what moves I make. I'm rubbing my nipples. Yeah, no, I've seen it. Yeah, I've no. seen that move before. All right, who's up next? Uh, <laughs> Surge. Yeah. Weird one. One a major three champs to one and four. Um, you know, Sips tweeted some stuff out. Like he was on the wrong sense. Just they needed a reset. I, I don't know. I don't really know what happened. Going from you know maybe if you lose like your first match after winning a major. I get it. Ah, you know, we're back from land. Like these guys, it's just online. Like I was a player once. Like, you know, it's it's hard to get out of that mentality. They lost to Boston, New York, Minnesota, and FaZe. And I'm not saying that those are easy games. But Boston and Rocker to me, they should probably win. Especially after just winning the major. Yeah. Um I don't know, man. It'd be uh you know, they have to make it from the losers bracket, another run. Go back to everything we've been talking about. Most of the other teams, like you know, it the game made sense that weekend. It felt hot. <laughs> okay. they, they got it, and then they get back, and then it's like, let's do it, guys. That was working for us. Yeah. Ah, shit, it's not working for us. But no, no, trust us. It, it just was working uh, two weeks ago. So let's, let's just keep doing it. Uh, I mean, it might, might be might be something like that. Uh, or there could be. You got some young players. Um, I'm sure for Lamar, it was a. You know, it just felt amazing to get a win. I am sure it could maybe complacency is not the right word, but even if people aren't like intentionally being complacent, like that stuff can just subconsciously settle in a little bit. Not the like, time. Not no, the no, no. time. I agree with you, but it's and just, I guess it's I guess that's good. This happened probably now, right? Yeah. Like obviously they want to win a major, but I guess if you're gonna suck, it's like we're probably gonna qualify for champs. We'll be at champs. We just don't want to suck there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, let's turn things around going into champs. Gotta find the, the important times and places to suck, is what you're saying? Yes. I think there's always important times in our lives where, yeah, it's, it's not like the worst thing to get sucked. Yeah. Or suck. Yes. 
Good points. Joe. We really are just insightful. Um, yeah, I, you had one note. You said uh, yeah, Mac was kind of having a, a rough stage. Yeah. Was it just, just individually? Was he like the one that kind of stood out versus everybody else? Just just, like, I mean, he was a like MVP candidate. We were in the back, like arguing who it should be. I mean, you could have probably picked anyone. But uh, he's got like a 0.8 in hard point, 0.88, a 0.9 in search, a 0.86 in control. He's kind of like the stats if you want to pick someone out. Like probably the one guy that's a big difference maker from their major run to then. And I think that he plays a pretty vital role in that he's, like Pred is really fat. He's he's a big like Phil guy, but he when he's on, I think they're a really tough team to beat because I think we know how talented Predator and Sib are. They shoot real straight. They win a lot of their one-on-ones. If that is followed up by Mac mm -hmm. winning another one, that is huge for them. I mean, Mac, you know, he blew up in yeah, Modern Warfare. I still think since then, kind of, kind of a kind of a streaky player, right? It just feels like we're talking about him like he is one of the best MVP candidate, or just sort of off the map. And I, we've had a lot of players like that. I mean, that exist in major sports, that exist in video games, whether it's a confidence thing or whatever it is, like being streaky, it's, it's always been a thing. So maybe maybe just a little bit of that, just on a little low streak, you just hope you peak at the right time again? I, yeah, well, I just, you would hope with like, I guess with like, and again, we're talking about a Vanguard system. You would hope the, the system that you're normally trying to build, like what Ultra had last year or FaZe had last year is to, if you even if you do have a bad game, you're still winning series. Yeah, it yeah. might be close series, but you're still winning. Yeah. And one in four is not a lot. And their only one was Paris. Oh. So I think uh obviously they start and lose round one. Again, not a team teams want to drop down to and play. So let's let's just be honest. It's it's a team that could still win, which they've already showed. Well, okay. So I mean, this is we've had I mean, several kind of teams like this now i mean i you almost that that yeah look 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 great you know you win a major night now you're struggling or rocker we'll talk about next like havoc comes in uh you are frying that seems like the magic piece of the puzzle um i know you were kind of questioning whether havoc was going to be the right fit or not um and it seemed right away like it was and then majors kind of whatever then what they start one and two here and then you have to bring it back i, I was like i thought it sort of fell apart like we've been seeing happen all year with different teams that Okay, I look good. Now it's not, but they well, the problem with three them and two, was at least. The, they were five and zero, oh, and then they got shit on at the major. That was yeah, the issue. yeah, no, one hundred percent. We that was the big problem to me. I mean, three and two throughout this qualifier is fine. I guess now knowing, I still have my concerns. I I don't know how this team's going to perform on land, like at, at the major tournament. I don't. I don't think they have have it's it. Just, it's just weird to me for like them to to struggle. On on land, I guess with some. I mean, you think about. I guess I just think that that belief system, at least with the core of that. I mean, after you have a situation on land like where they came back from 04 and you win five straight maps and you win, like I don't know, there's got to be a confidence and a belief there. No matter what the situation, we can bring it back on land. And I know it's not exactly the same roster, but I mean, aren't you a little bit surprised to see? I don't know players like Attach and Sandy based on land last year just did. Well, I'm surprised to see the core too because they were, uh, you know, they were always in the mix last year. They were always in the mix, um, and then they won the last the last major. I just don't know what's. 
I don't want to keep saying the same thing of like the game's really messing well, with them. Uh, yeah, but, but it that, could. It, that's it, I keep we keep coming back to that, huh? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind I, of I mean, impossible. Standy, Standy has not been Standy. That's for sure. I, I guess the... if there's one like you know circle, especially throughout this stage, he's he's struggled. I think they're lucky to be starting in winners bracket at three and two. What was the one? Uh, I can't remember. It was Parasite or who tweeted out? It was like this is the weirdest scoreboard ever, and it was one of the one of their series. And I, I think Standy had maybe like the, the most damage on the team, and the most damage in the lobby was like negative thirty or something. <laughs> and it's just like what? <laughs> like it. Like what's 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 going on there? Just it was a couple things didn't really add up, but I just saw that and I was like, all right, so Stanley was just hitting. Yeah, and, and I guess like even if you look at this stage, when you add havoc on the team, I thought if there was anyone it was going to help, it would be him. It, it would be it would be Standy. Like try try to get try to get him back into that superstar form last year. Yeah, and that's not happening at all. Like, he he would probably struggle the most individually uh, this stage. So. Maybe if he can step it up, these guys can go on a run. But they well, have a tough winner's round one versus New York, that's for sure. They do. We, we still have several teams to get there. We talked Ultra uh, a bit. Um, yeah, we don't. What do we, we have? Gorillas, Optic, Paris, we haven't really touched on. Um, Gorillas, I mean, you saw Zosher's tweet. Uh, pretty frustrated. Um, he has been. Uh, and we've already talked for an hour and a half and haven't even got into one big topic you and I kind of want to talk about just with, you know, him tweeting about what was it? Basically this, this long delay wouldn't have happened if we were on land. And, you know, you and I have said that I think at bare minimum, the CDL needs to have parity with what came before it with the CWL and MLG. Um, at bare minimum, you should be able to match what we had then with this system. And I do understand why that didn't happen right away. Um, global pandemic, uh, everything going on, there are very real reasons uh health-wise financial-wise why things kind of got held up but all right now we've got to get there um you just got to like we can't at at minimum we need to do what we did what are we doing yeah what the fuck are we doing if we're not going to do what we did before this at least it's an interesting topic because i think this is something that spreads across a lot of esports Maybe a lot more than like we like when you look at the landscape, there is like your games like League, who they ha they have their own studios that's in house, right? So they're running that. You have your Counter Strikes, and Counter Strike just does the big tournament thing where those yeah. orgs or those production companies are running. You know, if it's a stadium event, similar to like what MLG would do, they would have them come. You know, they would play in uh, on land, but in like the hotels or, you know, in a smaller room, then the big one would uh, would be in, in a stadium. Right. S besides that, Valorant. All online, a lot yes. of Rocket League online. They, there is a lot of 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 current esports that majority of their stuff is online right now. And I, I, I hear you. The issue, and, and you're not wrong. Like there, there are there are a lot of things that people don't realize. It's a it's a because of, for because sure. of because of MLG and you know an evolution of working on this for a decade. There there are a lot of things that we did better than actually a lot of. Of course, some people don't really realize that. The issue you can say that, but the problem is like we've done it. Like, we we have done it in COD. Oh, so I'm, listen, I've been the damn thing. I, no, I, I, I know. I, that's why so I'm just I, saying like it, there's not. So 
I think with this format, it's really <laughs> tough because it's two things. Either we need a home again, like we had the MLG Arena, or two, you redo the structure and you only do big events, and at the events, you have a big pool play. Yeah. That's what it would be. You would either A, again, have like your Overwatch Arena, your MLG Arena, where you're playing in-house, all, all of the lands, uh, an eSports stadium, I, I don't know. Or B, you would have your... Let's just go back to, you know, six to eight majors. And a week before the majors, you would have your week of group play. Then your next week, you would play bracket play, and we would go home for a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's tough because we don't even know. Um, I'll be honest, I mean, with us kind of just doing the majors and stuff, and I, with all the changes that have happened internally, like I, I'm just not as close to it as I used to be. I, I don't, I don't even know where, where the issues are, or what the plan is. Um, I, I just know typically it, it's it's a money thing. It almost it almost always is, and I'm sure, sure there are a million financial issues with everything that went on with with COVID and the launch of the league. It was the worst time to kick this off and build new brands with what went down 100. percent It's probably a nightmare for so many, um, and everyone could say like, oh, you have Activision billions of dollars. That that is it literally not involved whatsoever in this. Like it's not like league where. Uh, their esports are a marketing arm of it. This is a separate entity entirely that needs to be profitable. So they're two different beasts. And I get it. I, 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 I actually, I understand there are a million reasons why it could be the way it is right now. I just don't give a shit. You've got to get back to at least parity is what we had before. It needs to happen soon. The legitimate excuses were there. They're going away. Um... Yeah, I, I, I don't control that, but we just got we to get there somehow. Yeah, I mean, I, for the, I mean I'm always going to fight for the players for land as much as possible. I, I think uh, as long as, uh, shit, as long as, you know, this is still 75, 80% online, I think everybody should be a champ. So I, I do. Like, that's that's my feeling about it. Um, that's how I've always felt about it. Uh, the more land, the better. Uh, the less excuses, no one can do this or that. That's, that's me. I mean, yeah. The, my goal when I went to LNG yeah. was to help build land league, so... Uh, we got there at, at that point. Um, yeah. I don't, again, I don't know if the league play is really the answer. M maybe it is the bigger tournaments, like I talked about. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, you know, a weekend of uh, of pool play or a five days of pool play into the big tournament. That's right. And Eventually, we're going to be the CEOs and commissioners of the CDL. You and I. So probably not. I mean, oh, maybe no, if we get appointed, but uh, well, we'll yeah, knighted. Um, all right, well, I don't want to spend too much time is, on that. The fact is, is, we need land, like actual land in the yeah. game, and we don't need the three-hour delays we always we have. Yeah, and this and isn't someone to, needs to care and fix this, it. Yeah, this isn't to uh, rag on like uh, the the CDL at, at all. They they have dealt with they got a tough hand with this thing kicked off a hundred percent. But now it's time to. There's just a lot of things that need to improve. There are. Um, okay, so with with gorillas, uh, you know you. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't know, man. I, what I, I, after what they did, major two, whatever, dude. I, they might, they might show up and suddenly make a run to win a tournament, or they might. The, show the up only thing here for me is, is the addition of Neptune and Neptune and Spart. I yeah. actually really like this roster. I, I think it's really talented. I, I think it's actually a scary four man team. Um, it's just is it going to click at the right time? First of all, they got to make champs. Um, again, their their big thing is they're starting losers round one, and they play. The loser of London and Toronto. Um, they need a win. They need they need points. They need a win. I I like the team. I just don't know if they're making it to champs right now. I'd probably say not. Slasher's been an absolute beast. He needs the other guys to step up. 
Uh, I, I think I think Neptune and Hook is a, a sub duo. That is that's a scary sub duo. Um, and, and we've seen them take take over at parts throughout this stage. Just, is, you don't know what way they're going to be going. Right? They don't know either. They just yeah, they go. <laughs> that's, I, that could be the problem. I honestly. All right, let's uh, let's touch on let's touch on optic. I'm sure a lot of people want to hear uh, thoughts on this. And people want to hear us talk about optic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's been they it's love been a, that shit, huh? It's been a nice little clusterfuck. Um, it feels like <laughs> they, we're, they eat it up. We're sort of uh, where I felt like we had gotten past the point that I felt optic was. For years. Oh, you don't trust him anymore, huh? Kind of just you're, reverted. You're worried about it. Kind of reverted right back to where we were. Um, just coming in a big circle. Uh, am I worried about it? I, I it's weird. I'm gonna say it, you don't trust them to win again. No, that's it. I wanna, I wanna talk about just as casters what this, this was like uh, for us for the last like I, I've been going on what ten years, Joe, five six. There used uh, to be a there used to be a time, um, and some casters are still like this, but I don't know how. There used to be a time where, um, you know, you you legitimately, when Optic got knocked out of a tournament, you like felt your stomach sink because you just knew the crowd like wouldn't be like it was, and it wasn't even like a rooting for them thing. It's just like you love that as a commentator, you love the energy that's there in the venue, and sure, there was this thing where you 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 felt yourself like not like rooting for them to to win. For any reason other than you wanted them to make a deep run for that like energy, right? It's just, it's special. Everyone gets it. Mm-hmm. But Joe and I, since we've started casting together, that fucking shit died. I, I, pretty horrible. <laughs> that that shit died years ago for me. There used to be like oh, a, horrible, I, I would I would hope to cast optic. I get excited to cast optic. I stopped giving a shit entirely about who I cast, when I cast, what I cast. I'm gonna go cast and have fun because since Joe and I've casted together, they were just average as hell they were for years um and it was really cool uh to come out and see the first final that we're basically not doing uh and then they're they're winning majors again i was like oh okay all right that makes sense <laughs> uh but then now now it seems like it seems like they're struggling again and i don't know they'll, they'll I, I hope they figure it out it's i mean i just feel i don't know how scump is still competing that guy is rich and talented and handsome and he does not need to compete at all but Drive is there. I love the kid. We went to the same high school, so special fondness there. Um, but it's not working right now. I know everything with Hilly, but mm-hmm. is it is it panic button? Is it we'll get back to what we were doing early? Is it is it Vanguard? Uh, I, I don't know. <sighs> It could, I mean, yes, I think every team can say it's Vanguard, right? I mean, that's that's it. Like, we, we get it. I just think the way they came out in stage one was, like, they, they figured it out. Like, it just felt like they had a much better idea of what they were doing, and maybe that's it, and they did. Um, but I guess if you look at, like, a parody from stage one to here, like, what the big problem is, is their control is not good at all. Like... You say Groot? Uh, like Groot? Like from Guardians of the Galaxy? Great. I was trying, yeah. <laughs> not great, not good, not Groot. Listen, no, not, I, I, like I, Groot. I like that. You're going to do good. Groot? Groot there somewhere. Yes, I'm Groot. Okay, keep going, sorry. No, you're, you're correct. Uh, but it, it's one and four this day. It, and I just feel like with the momentum, I feel like if I was like an Optic fan, there's two things. I want them to 3-0 because... 
I don't want them to lose the control. And then I don't know. I don't, I just, I wouldn't, I don't trust them in a game five. Like it just feels like it's going to go to a game five. And because especially with last year, every time they went to a game five, wasn't, wasn't a pretty ending. And then this year they go down. Oh, two, you want to control. And it's the opposite effect. Like it just felt like if they won the control, they were going to roll. And it happened. It happened at stage one. It happened with phase. They go down. Oh, two. And it was just like, bang, they were going like, they were right back into the series. And I just think that that control is such a, a big momentum shift game, especially for this team with the guys on the squad. So either they're going to dominate a series when they're winning control, or they're going to try to, well, you know, reverse sweep someone with the energy of the crowd. I, the control's huge. I just, I just, I just feel like they had so many like. <laughs> oh. See, that's what I mean. They, they, I mean. Yes, they <laughs> had they they had all those they had all those comebacks and you never counted them out. It seemed like that that clutch factor was there and stuff, right? And I know this it doesn't hinge on this moment, but it was very weird to me, you know, when when that funny play happened where Dashie fell in the water. And you would think with what that team has done this year, that is something you laugh about, you move on, you play well, but they just like died. And I was like, huh? Is that just because Illy's not there? Or like, but even with like Dashy and Scump, like being boys, like I feel like you would just laugh about that and just keep playing. It just seems like that, it's not like a killer mentality or anything, just that uh I don't know, those big time moments and like a map moments, four and five. Yeah. It's it's just not where it was early well, it in the like year. It was haunting them like the last couple of years. And then this yeah, year at yeah. the start, it felt like it wasn't haunting them. No, it reverse sweeps all over the place, like clutching right, up everywhere. I was it. like, yeah, let's do this. It was it was fun. Um, and then, like, we're talking about this. There is the other part of it of we don't know the early impact. Like, I yeah, truly yeah, don't true, know. True. Right. Of course, uh, of course. You, obviously, <laughs> out for a couple of stages, a couple of events, missed half of this stage. They were playing with different players. They've been all over the place. There is a chance they get back into that form, like, at, by champs' time. I don't know if it's going to happen now because they're starting in losers round one. I mean, if, this would be good timing. They're going to, it's just going to take a lot of matches. Yeah. But I guess if, I said this at the beginning of the year. The one thing for me is that they have Rambo now. I, I is kind of it. Um, can they kind of get everyone back on the same page? There is, is still that, that chance. Is that even possible? And it is. Like I, I just think with the four that with what we saw well, early I'm on in the like year, just with the, the game right now, it seems like everyone's like it's just the the, the, the book pages keep turns windy outside, and the the books just pages everywhere and. So four, four Fahrenheit four fifty one situation. People are throwing them in fires. Yeah, because the argument to that is, well, they kind of stunk at major too. But I don't know if like was Illy hurting then. I, I'm not sure. Like sure. when that injury took place, because they were like five sure. and zero in major two qualifiers or something. Yeah, they were five and zero. But was it at major two where he was really well, starting it, to feel that injury? It's, I, it's I'm not legit. sure. Listen, I talked to him because um, and it's not it's not to the same level because he had like a pus buildup and stuff and but like a lot of. He is, if you don't know me, I, I am a gamer through and through. I, I will stream eight hours games. of God, then I will play yeah. Elden Ring for 10, and then I will sleep. Like I game, 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 game. And when I first switched back to controller for mouse and keyboard, I'm like, God, like, I was playing a ton. I was not taking care of my hands. I wasn't stretching, doing anything. And like I was getting so much pain and tightness in the areas he described that I, I legit struggled to aim. Yeah, no, I, I, I was struggling to control my my aim and it was painful to play and then yeah i started using a massage gun i was stretching my thumb every night stretching stretching my arms and um it, it's probably probably a, i think a lot of the players need to take better care of their hands 1000 percent. i'm sure that that goes to most but i do know that illy players like him grind a lot more than your average player 
like he yeah, plays that's, a, that's he, an that's like an org thing dude that's like a you need to make sure this yeah uh, this is a this is a something that happened at zuma it's not happening at Italy. players need to realize this like pay pay attention because yeah. this can happen to you this could potentially you could be out of a career like take care of your body and i know the grind mentality the whatever it takes mentality i know people love it and yeah, you until love you to hear see that. 55, you can't hold a fork. Like, well, it, or until you have a, a cyst in your hand and now you miss two stages. So, like, mm. I think all it's not only just the players, orgs need to pay attention to this, making sure they're checking in on players, making sure, I don't know, whether they have like physical therapists or they're, they're doing what they need to do. This is the money makers. Like, it's like a kind of wake up, pay attention. That was, that was the first time that I'd really. Because I think when I was, for the most part, I was kind of switching back and forth between inputs and it wasn't a big deal. But when I was just like all oh, controller all the time, like, dude, it was like, I, I didn't want to play. It just, it, it hurt. It was so uncomfortable. I would put, like, I would touch spots on my hand or forearm and it was legitimate sharp pain. Like I was being stabbed. And I was like, that that's not cool. And granted, I'm, 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 I'm older. I think it's pretty silly these guys aren't using all the tax Because I think that, I, I get it as like a skill thing. But yeah. like, in terms of like your hands, like, it would That's, help them. It helped. It saved me. I'll tell you what. Well, anything I've got pain wise has now been since I started playing. It was like my right hand, but my left used to be even when I was like, oh, dude, I, you mouth, remember I'm, my left hand was like a, it was like a claw. Kind of like, oh, yeah. Bro, oh, like, yeah. I do the middle of my thumb would kill just hitting a button, hitting a button, hitting oh, yeah. a button, hitting it was a button. Horrible. Yep. So I get it. I get the skill thing, but yeah, I guess just maybe the, the wisdom of age or whatever you want to call it. Like, screw that. Take care of your bodies, man. Yeah, I think that's what like Clay's argued about. Like, dude, I've been beating my hands up. Like, I want to yeah. use this. Yeah, I, I get it. Listen, let's just. There's not a lot of skill to cut anyways. Like, auto tax friends not going to change. That. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But no, I, I, I'd be my vote 100. percent Yeah. Just so yeah, losers won. Maybe they can go on a run here, but I think for them, the main focus is being in good form with Ilya Champs time. Just kind of starts here, like. This is a weekend, even if they lose early, like if I was a team to lose early here and I was going to make champs, this is probably going to be your best week of practice until, until champs time because everybody's going to be here at land, right? Like you need to, even if you lose day one or day two, you should be there every day putting hours in prepping for champs. No, no, no you're hundred percent correct. Um, what do we do? We're getting close to two hours here. Uh, we, I was talking about. No, 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 it is. It is. It's time just flies when we're chatting. Uh, so I want to touch on Paris, and then we're going to touch on what? Challengers briefly. Uh, probably take some questions we saw from Reddit and Twitter and stuff, but a couple, couple more things to get through. Um, Paris, uh, what? I mean, they, they now have the most consecutive losses in CDL history. Uh, uh, they're moving to Vegas. There's been, what, uh, comments that have popped up, whether it's on Reddit or, like, in a Twitch chat about management and stuff. Uh I don't know. It just sort of seems like it's kind of a, a circus, and I don't really know exactly what the deal is, but it seems like a circus. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, you, you keep hearing about, like, this sort of they're paying their players the minimum things, and, and I get that. I mean, you're in the CDL, and while you might have the choice of the 12th roster, if that's the way they want to go about it, you're still going to have players accept that offer to play in this league for the minimum. Uh, it's like a business thing. It's but, just well, go ahead. Well, real quick, there there are some, and, and I'm not saying this 100 percent what they're doing, but like this is a very new thing, right? And yes. when we went to the franchise system, 
the people buying these teams were talking billionaires that own sports franchises. Like we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not talking about a esports org. <laughs> like these are yeah, yeah. a lot of them are billionaire sports owners, and I, I I assume just thinking about the financial side of it that a lot of people that weren't involved endemically in esports, you saw this as an opportunity to get in at what whatever twenty five mil, let's say whatever it was. 25 million to a billionaire is not a lot of money. You, you saw an investment you could make, and maybe this would blow up and turn into something bigger. So I thought at the get-go of this, that there would be some that would probably get in, pay minimums, kind of hang out for a bit and see where this goes. It, it kind of seems to me like that might be the deal here. And I'm not even saying it's really a, a, a bad thing. Not everyone's going to come in and dump money into this right away. Like esports is still very young. I, I get that mentality, I do, but it sort of seems like they're like, uh, we're all right. We'll try to you know make the best team we can with minimums and see how we do. But that's we're like out. the problem, though, right there. Like isn't yeah. that thing from like Kismet? It's like they had a chance to pick up the best AM team at the time, and Texas Nation didn't do it. Like, yeah, I'm just saying that there's I, something here that's wrong. I think what I'm saying is probably close to the truth, and I don't even know if that, like, just speaking purely from a financial standpoint, maybe it's not the dumbest thing. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with paying like the minimum to <laughs> maybe a team you don't trust, and then they they win, and then you start to pay them more. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't there's know all exactly that in, like in every sports league that happens. There's a lot of teams who don't pay a lot of money; they stay very low. Yeah, but at some point, you got to find the right roster, trust the right people. Maybe whoever they're trusting to build teams isn't happening. It just feels like they're just. Kind of float along. Some teams behind. are going to spend money to win, some aren't. But, yeah, but even more so, they're behind. Something's yeah. wrong here, though. Well, I do know when, I mean, it was, a, it was a circus when this whole thing was first getting started, just because you had, to my first point, like you have these non-endemic companies uh, and billionaires and all this stuff coming in that they didn't have a, people on their team that did this stuff. So a lot of people were remember everyone was scrambling to grab anyone that knew anything about Call of Duty, like all the different yeah. all the different uh, uh, orgs and franchises. There was everyone was getting interviewed and, and gobbled up. And um, I don't know, they 100 percent what's going on there, but I'm sure there's some that are way ahead and some that are way behind, just based on the personnel, people, information they have, dedication to it. One thousand percent. I would say the only thing is like dude, this this team showed like their best though on on land i know like uh yeah uh, sure. what's his name has played he plays like from the middle of nowhere um god who is it i, I know i'm missing it uh hold on oh Not i johnny i blanked i'm blanking out jimbo thank you jimbo like uh, jimbo I, I, yeah he plays from like the middle of nowhere but he performs a lot on land like a lot better like i, I don't know like Maybe the I don't even know if they have a a facility provided to them like the bare minimum where they could, I'm pretty sure he plays from the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and, and that, know, all this kind of just goes hand in hand. With and it. every time they're they're starting in losers bracket because of the online matches and the importance that they have, which is uh, another thing we just talked about. Like that kind of, so you, they're literally going to land and playing one match. I mean, it's just sort that of sucks. A, like that it, just it sucks, sucks, dude. I, I don't want to say that I understand it. It is what it is, and I'm not saying that. Don't think that I don't like feel for the players. I'm I'm more just saying I I guess I 
kind of can see both sides of it. I get why I get why the situa- situation would be like that. It would make sense to do for people in charge. Um, but yeah, it's got to be frustrating for the players, 100%. Like you just, if you don't feel like you're getting the level of support you want. And I guess I've just seen it in different esports. I've seen it in major sports. I mean, it's it's been a thing forever. A superstar on a team that's not where he wants to be and doesn't get what he wants. It's literally been a thing forever. Um, I guess we'll see over the next decade if this changes. I, I still wish this team just went all French from the get-go. I think that was oh, its biggest mistake what? from year one. They should have <laughs> went all French from the get-go. I want, I want, I want a heritage team. I want a Spanish team. I want a French team. And, and here's the thing. It's, we would be having the same conversation, but it'd be changed, right? The conversation would be, all right, the French players they brought in, maybe they sucked year one. Maybe they got better year two. At this point, they might be adjusting really well. Competing in the middle of the pack, maybe competing for top fours. I don't know. Like, then that also sparks a lot of interest in France. Like, I, I just think there's no talking about this. Bring it back. A, What's he 40? Oh, oh, just bring Brezzi in. No, <laughs> Hydra, yeah. Brezzi and Hydra yeah, yeah. would be their pillars. Like, I, I, I mean, that's what I would have loved. I mean, we've talked about this ton. I, I would do anything. That's a whole, whole long conversation in and of itself, the international side. I would do anything to have a top Spanish and French team. I would do disgusting things. Have that be a thing. I think they just missed a big opportunity there. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it's tough when uh is it a missed I mean, if you're gonna spend league minimums, I don't know if you're gonna get our team to move from France to live in the States on league minimums. Uh they would do it. Yeah. They want it about it, they would do it. You might be right. Yeah. I don't know. I think they would. I think you can find. I think it's a different conversation. That. People that are willing to live on men versus those that aren't. I guess I figured it'd be a trickier. Yeah, you know, this could be like a Shanghai Dragon situation where they went from like zero and thirty to literal world champions, and we missed out. There's like a ninety percent chance that would have happened too, Joe. I don't know if it's ninety, but it could be like nine. I just imagine Hydra up there is in the trophy, looking all handsome. It'd be pretty sick. Yeah, it would be. Uh, okay, well, I, I think we, I think we, uh, I think we touched on most of the teams and uh, at least stuff we wanted to talk through. I knew we were going to go forever on those just because there's a lot of stuff we wanted to touch on. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah we're good. Moment. We're having, uh, we're having fun. We're excited for uh, the upcoming major. I leave. We'll both leave tomorrow. Um, I, there was a couple of things we wanted to just touch on briefly. Uh, there was so much to talk about on the CDL side, like the professional level. We were going to spend a ton of time on challengers, but uh, at least with uh, the Boston Challengers event, we were going to talk through some of the top teams. You know, you still see Scrappy and the boys. Shout out to Ultra is their, their prime. I mean, not only them, but Ultra EU. I mean, yeah, talk yeah. about a the team four, that right? uh, looks for the future and does something a little differently. Uh, has been Ultra. I'm not just gassing them because it's the Toronto Ultra Mercury Maven podcast. But I'm dead serious. Even year one, they had the 10-man roster. They worked through it. They got to their players. They got to their their base, and they're still building that. I mean, they have another big roster, but with these two teams, with different coaches, I think they have found a couple of potential superstars in the future. I think a lot of us expect Scrappy to be in the league next year. I would be very surprised if it didn't happen. Um, and then you had what? Yeah, Doug's team get top four. You had uh, Electrify Steel, who we know of, with like Goddard X, Pander Fame, um, you know, some some top players uh, on that squad. So 
yeah, I, I think for for challengers, it's uh, you know the big thing for them now is the future. Uh, what the eight teams that make it to? Yeah, we can we can talk about chance. that a bit. Um, I know there's been a, a ton of uh, ton of complaints. I mean, Doug Doug, I think sent an official uh, video and letter to uh, <laughs> President Joe Biden and also to whoever else. Um, he's he's been he's been trying to, to fight this battle. Um, you know, Joe and I've talked about this a bit. It's it, it, it's odd because. We love the players, we're rooting for the players, and we want them to grow and have success. But usually when it comes to challenger stuff in any league, and you're talking about the, the B tier, whatever you're talking about, there is a huge vocal minority that shouts, this is what we need. But then, you know, when there's a broadcast, 500 people watch it. So there's never been a huge desire to put a ton of money into it just because the eyes that are actually on the product. Um, it's weird when you think about, you know, Joe, we watch a lot of other esports. Hmm. Not a lot of other esports that have much in the way of land championships or land leagues or lands period for yeah, amateurs. Period for amateurs. Uh, uh, I mean, this goes to what we were talking about earlier. Uh, besides the old MLG style with like Halo and and COD or Gears, whatever, whatever. Yeah. If you look at Counter Strike, I mean, there's a couple of ways that you could qualify and do this and that, but it is very tough. I mean, it's tough in anything, but there is not, there's definitely not a lot of amateur lands or there's, any. There, there's not. And, and I think, at least the way I view it, I mean, I want them to get as much as they can, I guess. That's realistic from oh, it's the same, the same league thing side. we talked about where it's we already <laughs> did it, right? Yes, yes, true. Like, we've done it before, so why aren't we doing it now? Um, yes. But I, I guess to me, the thing I just don't understand, which just seems, there's always been this thing. Um, any kind of champs or uh, prize pool with the CWL. People are like, why is uh, APAC getting this much money when there's seven people competing? Um, there's always been that sort of thing. It just seems simple if it was just more teams to me in the sense of you have how many teams in the franchise league, Joe? How many teams? 12. How many teams go to champs? Eight. How many teams go to challenger champs? Eight. How many teams are competing in challengers? Fucking sure it's a lot. A ton. It, it, they get 16, and maybe a lot of these problems go away, at least from the players and the core things they were talking about. And I know that well, probably... Yeah, I, I'll explain it to everybody who's listening yeah, and yeah, maybe yeah. doesn't know. Uh, so the big problem is, right, is they're... So for their champs, they're auto-inviting the top four teams from global pro points. So the issue here is that a lot of the teams, maybe from NA, probably, you know, Europe as well, they are they're in a much more competitive region but other teams from you know australia apac they're gonna have they're gonna basically take one or two of those spots and a lot of these players don't think that's nice or they don't like that because on lan with the best challenger teams there they're outplacing them by x amount or you know at the toronto land i think the top eight teams are all from north america so they well, basically are getting two spots. Uh, what do you think is of, better? Of do you think it should be more emphasis on points at LAN or just simply double the number of teams and solve the problem? More emphasis on LAN points, for sure. There should always be an emphasis there. That That's a big part of it. I, I don't know the LAN points. I do know, um, like... I feel like what you described wouldn't probably be a thing if 
more right. emphasis was on that. I, I don't know if they have had a ton of emphasis on it. Like maybe they've had more than online, but they've just had so many online that where that's going to take precedent. No. Um, like I think right now the top four is like three EU, one and A. I think Toronto and A is obviously a lock, um, especially because they just won that. But there's going to be an LCQ. There's going to be eight teams. The way I would do it is, yeah, probably double it. Probably do like, I mean, what? 10 from North America, like five from EU and one from one from APAC just based on placings. Or you could just do it on global if you had more land points or in lands. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I guess I just don't give a shit for the most part from this standpoint. I want, I want fans to be happy. I want players to be happy. There's just so many things I want fixed on the, at the pro level and change that there's just more important things. But I hope they can find some middle ground. I don't know if anything's going to change. Um, cause it, it sounds kind of silly when I see it broken down. I, I the complaints are 100 percent realistic and logical. I, well, like I the one it, team, the but... one team that qualified is qualified already. I, I believe it's like Rocker EU, which is like the Spanish guys, which is great. Like they've done really well online in Europe, but yeah. on land, I think they have like a top 16 and a top 32. Yeah. No, I get it. I get. And I they get have like an auto spot. It's it, just like what? It just seems to me like if you just do 16 teams, it's probably just not that big of an issue, right? Yeah, you I, think? I, I, would, I mean, maybe there is still that one or... There's always, like, a bubble team that probably gets screwed over or something, but it's probably far less of an issue, I imagine. But what do I know? Um, uh, one thing I want to shout out that's just, like, a little community thing. Um, so, oh, our, 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 I want to talk about Ben, our buddy Ben. Oh, how, Ben! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought this was interesting. So, uh, Ben, if he, you know, he kind of worked on the flank with Zuma, and, uh, you know, Joe used to work at MLG, uh, now Esports Engine. Um Ben's been working at Esports Engine. Um, obviously, I mean, there were some, uh, if you pay attention to writer's social media at all, there are a couple of times that those worlds got a little too close together. And whatever the case may be, uh, you know, it sounds like he has decided to pursue content full-time and get back on the flank full-time. And I'll tell you what, I think he's going to be streaming everything too. I don't know if it will work out for him. All I know is it takes balls to do what he's doing and I'm rooting for him. It, it is not... I took a leap when I first wanted to commentate. I moved across the country, making zero dollars, no salary, and went dead. Took a leap. Just gambled on myself and went for it. Look at you now, dude. Controller cam and everything. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I just, I know, I know it's probably a hard choice to make. Um, it is a hard thing to uh, succeed at being a, a content creator. I took some balls. Proud of him taking a leap, and I hope it works out. Um, Ben's, yeah. Ben's a good dude. He's a, you always say he's just, he's kind of different in how he looks at things. There is like this niche. I feel like he can fill like in a show or just streaming and kind of talking about things. He just looks at things differently, I think. And usually you have those people. Uh, well, he also looks at, he looks a lot. He looks at it like kind of the way I do at times from the business yeah. standpoint, you know, he works <laughs> on the management <laughs> side. Yeah. It looks he very professional. On, yeah. He looks, he, you know, he's, <laughs> Obviously, like when you listen to the flank, it's uh, all players, and a lot of the times it's, there's just not like a counter to that, and he adds that layer, which is very much needed instead of Pat just saying things because that's what Pat's gonna do. <laughs> uh, dude, the number of that's why I, I I sometimes just have to, I've just stopped arguing with people about CDL related stuff for the most part because it's just it's just hard when, and it's it's hard to even roast certain people about things because it's just an ignorance thing. And I don't mean ignorance in like a super disrespectful way. I mean it in the, the literal definition of the word. Like it is a lack of knowledge about certain parts of something. And when you try to have a discussion with someone that understands 20% of the picture and you have 95%, that's a very hard conversation to have. Um, yeah. 
so yeah i've had a lot of those conversations no, i think and, for ben too like I, listen maybe if he doesn't go back to esports engine or whatever like there's a lot of cod teams that would probably like there's other i think there's other opportunities and, and why not just take the chance on content and hanging out with your pals now because that's what we do we're like yeah i i just l wake up and i get to play games with my pals no you say so. you say why not but like yeah it's, it's, it's not this is not this is a hard choice it had to have been yeah. it took it it took us years to grow and get to where we are and feel comfortable doing certain things that Listen, feel I, 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 if i had to guess <laughs> and i'm gonna be completely straight up with you i bet he probably wanted to do more and you're not working for activision or, or cod and you, so there's only limited you can do it's the same same with me like I, I just got to a point where i was making powerpoints and but I didn't have control over it. I wasn't the person saying yes or this uh, or that. Like, no one at MLG was like that team. It was whoever it acted. Like, that's it. It's in, in like when you are told no and no and like the scene you're working in, things aren't happening. It's just like, yeah, it's kind of like I, even with me here. Like I, you're shot at a wall. You're, you're shot at a wall. Okay. Yes. I sh I've shot at a lot of walls. Yeah, yeah. no, I. <sighs> Yeah, we both have. That's basically some of the, yeah, 3,100 and some of the conversation. Anyway. <laughs> um, shout out, Ben, dude. Good. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, Ben. Uh, and just, just another note. I mean, I think we've we've gassed him at different points, but just Zuma and the flank in general, it's been, we just, we love the kid. Uh, I was very sad when Zuma could no longer compete. And it's been a while now since he's blown up and he's, he's just killing it, man. I, I, I could not be prouder and happier for the kid. I, I fucking love it. Yeah, you do. I do. I do. Yeah, you do. I love it. Me too. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, what do you want to get to? Maybe just uh, community questions. Uh, yeah. We there was the Reddit post. We can go through that kind of. Um, let me find it again. Uh, I, I just pulled it up. I always bring up some questions. Uh, I've always wondered how they found the transition from full time casters to exclusively for majors, and if they'd be open to something on the desk of the CDL. They decided to continue the same contract next year. Also, if they've ever considered moving to another esport at any point. Um, okay. Found the transition. Uh, sometimes it is weird for me to, you know, I was kind of the face of this thing for a long time. Um, it's a little weird to not be as hands-on anymore. But I mean this when I say I am a much happier and healthier person now. Um, when we were casting the league full-time, casting Warzone basically full-time, streaming full-time, I felt horrible all the time. But yeah. it was horrible. I was tired. I was mm -hmm. grumpy. I was pissy. I want to dropkick everything in front of me. I was exhausted. Um, yeah. Much, much, much better place You have place a very now. strong dropkick, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm in a much better place. Now, would I ever consider casting the league full-time again? Uh, sure, sure. I, that'll be a conversation for another day. But... Mentally, I'm in a I'm in a better place. Yeah, probably how you feel, uh, Sam. Yeah, I mean, well, for me, I think I really like streaming a lot, so that was a big part of it for me. Was like that that opportunity opened up. We cast a lot of Warzone things. Um, there was just a lot of other opportunities. I think it is weird though, still not being like I still get to events and it's just like weird not casting finals and yeah. Strange, it's just like, but... you gotta remind yourself you're like whatever uh but we did it a lot like at the end of the day we did all yeah. of it 
Like we don't, yeah. we've done it all. So I thought I'd be frustrated. Like, would with I that, be pissed in like a year or two if I became like I create like just blew up like crazy? I probably like think about like, man, <laughs> what do we do? But right now I'm not thinking about that. No, I, I think I've just I thought I'd be like really frustrated or jealous or whatever, but I just sort of it's been fun. I feel like we're the Bash Brothers and we show up to an event, and you and I party and we have a good time. We try to make people laugh and hype stuff up and then we leave. And yeah, and I'm, I think too, I think we have both had really a, a lot of struggles with online matches. We can't, you and I work really well off one another. Yeah. Uh, a lot of like, you know, I, our yeah. antics and just looking at each other, a lot of body language. That's how we work. And like online, it was just tough. It was tough to get pumped up for matches. It felt like an online match casting it was less about like the game and more about like, almost like being an entertainer, like a jester. Yeah. Well, it's like just, time. So it's just, just weird. Like, no. It's just weird because, like, uh, if you watch a lot of other commentators, uh, I'm not just saying comments in general. Like a lot of, a lot of commentators, they'll, they could be a great pair, but they don't have uh, the level of banter and relationship we do in the sense of when Joe and I cast together. If we're if we're on, if we're you know casting well, we are cast. We're talking to each other. It's back and forth. Uh, we are having a conversation as we cast. Whereas a lot sort of just one person says something, the other person says something, one person says something, one person says something. If you really listen to it, it is just people talking not to each other, just sort of saying shit. And Joe and I thrived off, I think, that union. And that was tough online. Um, and I I suck online sometimes because I just... Well, it's just tough. I feed I, off I, the I energy of a crowd. Up, I love getting I love getting hype. I love having energy. And it's just, you're sitting in your basement sometimes. It, it's just it's just not the same. Well, it's like even like, yeah, and just being not there, like even if it was a studio, like it's just way easier. It was just, yeah. it's just hard. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it, just it was did great. so many years ago. I'm like, what am I doing down here in my basement? Like, I don't even know. Well, I never, I never thought that I would hit a point where I, I, you know, I, I remember there was a time where Pocket, towards the end of him casting Cod, that he kind of said to me like, with the league matches, like I just can't get into it anymore, sort of thing. Like it's just, it's so hard. I've been doing this so long, and. I'm such a passionate guy. I get so hyped. I never thought that that would be a thing for me. I just love cat. I love casting. I literally just love it. But sometimes with the online stuff, I... well, especially like all the issues and stuff of the year one. Uh, Ooh, God, yeah. we could have, we got horror stories, but yeah. Ooh. I just was pissed off all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was just. All right, what was the next time. question? Like the desk? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, something about the desk. All right, let, I want to answer that actually because. I, I, I love, I really love commentating. I really love commentating with Joe. I love thriving off like one person, but if I was going to do something else that wasn't commentary, if I like wasn't allowed to commentate ever again, or I needed to change, I want more than anything mm. to create that Shaq, Kenny, uh, like the inside the NBA. You want to host a desk. I, yeah. I want to host and create that because I love it. And it can be done, but it is very hard. That's why only one like that exists. But yeah, yeah. I, that would be my goal. God's got create, some good personalities, though. And that's not a knock to the desk in its current form at all. I just would try to create that, which is, I don't, I don't even know how you describe what that is. Perfection. It's a goddamn it's train a, off the rails. But yeah, it it's is. a mix of experience. Uh, uh, idiocy goofing it like dude it's yeah it's it's it, a tough tough formula to find it, it is i don't even know if it is a formula i mean it ever i feel like a lot of people have tried to create it and they can't there's something perfect about that mm. but that that would be my goal is to well, i think the big thing that. is like you would 
the big thing is Ernie, obviously, as a host, like you have to be able to attack and sort of start those. And I think you would be good at that. I I I think I could do it. I'd have to find yeah. the right people, but I would that would be I don't know, that'd be what I would try to do because I feel like most most I'm not trying to knock desk of any esport, but most desk in real sports or esports, I think a lot of people view that as almost like commercial. It's between the game. Everyone wants to get through the gameplay yeah. as fast as possible. Gameplay, gameplay, gameplay. But that is like really, the it's, one, that's the only one. I that is the like. one desk that you like. I look forward to it. Yeah, I, I'm like, I want that more than I want the gameplay, and that is the only one. And I want to create that. Hmm. Okay, yeah, that's that's my answer. Um, what was uh, what was another one? What's one series you wish you could have cast in recent years, and why that series specifically? One you wish you could have cast and we didn't cast. Uh, that's weird. I, I I don't think I've like ever been asked that, and there's nothing that's like jumping in my mind that I remember like. Oh, I really wish I casted that. Because we we did every final until. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, the Opti phase final, like, I guess, this year. Oh, the first year? Yeah, I didn't really care too much because we did their winner's bracket final match, and it was awesome, so it didn't really bother me all that much, but I think if I hadn't done that match, then probably I'd feel that way more. It's like I missed both of those. Um, But since I did the one, it wasn't, like, the end of the world. I I guess I just passed it. Last year, too. Last year, there were so many good games. Like, it didn't matter. I think all the casters really enjoyed casting last year. Like I I think that's what we've kind of... uh, all the matches think, were insane. I've tried to help even push this out of Joe's brain. I mean, sometimes even he's gotten better at it, but like last year or the year before, like he'd see a matchup that didn't look like a good one. He'd be like, oh, we got this today. And I was just like, dude, honestly, who, who gives a shit? Like that, that could be the one that turns into the game five round 11 banger. Like who, who knows? Yeah. It might be two teams that aren't great, but that could be the fun one. Um, mm-hmm. And I think once I got that mentality a little bit more, which took me a long time to get to that point, it helped a lot not yeah. looking forward to casting specific teams or matches and just sort of like, hopefully whatever I have is a banger. Yeah. I mean, we used to get pumped up about it, but then we're just like, yeah, you just, that doesn't happen. Yeah. I, I just feel like there was so our first like two years, there were so many, like, this is going to be a sick match. Three Oh, like this yeah. is going to be a sick match. Three Oh. Yeah. Just like, yeah. It, it's just like, it's that whole expectations thing, dude. You just gotta, it, I don't know. Ah. It, it gets you hyped up and stuff, but no, I, I don't have one that really, uh, really jumps to my mind. Um, do one more yeah yeah someone someone said this is a good question I'll, I'll be honest but do you guys watch every match i always wonder how you can still be so good at casting uh even though you only do it the majors um no i definitely don't sit while they're live and watch every minute of it, it, it a lot of times i'm streaming i mean i'll just be honest we have we make less money now working part-time i am doing other stuff sometimes to try and make money uh but i'll usually have it up on another monitor um, esports engine does the thing where they cut together uh the series into just the gameplay that is great to go through um, for me, at least, and Joe can answer for himself, I, I, I am not the color commentator that needs to know the inside out of every team's strategy on a specific hard point. I am the storyteller and the one that needs to know what the drama is going on and the team change and eh, stuff with players and personal stuff and just sort of set Joe up to be the nerd. So I more even I more focus on just checking out the Reddit and Twitter Call and what players, nerd, dude. what players are talking about. You're my nerd. And what yeah, players are talking about, like sort of like what storylines are going on, like the overall scope more than I care about a specific moment within a specific match, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Just because that I think is more important when I commentate, I have found the more 
the more that I know and the more that I dedicate to learning intricacies, the more that I try to talk about those things and I'm literally not doing my job then. I should never be breaking down Call of Duty, Joshin. And the more I know, the more I try to do that. So I try to find this fine line of understanding the game Knowing what's like going players. on, that's pretty much it. Yeah, like knowing, yeah. knowing the storylines, knowing what's happening. The more that I'm telling you, it's just hard because I feel like I want to prove that I like know these things. So I talk about them more, but that literally I'm not doing my fucking job. That is Joe's job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I play child professionally, so I'm not, <laughs> I, could, <laughs> I could like not watch COD probably for like years and probably still just come oh, back. No. And, it's, it's, uh, I would say though, at the beginning of the year, I watch a lot of the scrims online. Getting the year's um, the important part, I think. Just diving yeah. in. Yeah, we yeah. watch. We we get invited to some scrims, or I ask coaches to let us watch. I have an idea of what's happening in terms of like matches uh, every day. I'll be like, if if I'm home and I'm not doing anything, I'll throw it on. Oh, there might be like a big match that I'm look for, looking forward to watch, and I'll right. put that on. I'm not watching like every, every every match by the hour. That's just not happening. I'll know who won. I'll know who popped off. I'll know the basics, but minute to minute, no. Yeah, that's just honest truth. So. True. Um, I think I think that's probably gonna wrap our first episode. Yeah, I mean, we with two hours and ten minutes, we kind of we kind of we kind of killed it. Hopefully, people enjoyed it. What do you um? um let's 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 finish off with a banger. Who do you think is winning major? Like I said earlier, like I still have to pick phase. I feel like. no phase. Phase, yeah. What about uh, you? Go New York. Are you gonna are you gonna Facetime me naked tonight? No. Okay. Well, I was just wondering. I figured you said close it out on a banger. You think, you think you think New York makes it? You think they make top eight? You think they get to the final? Um, probably one. Yes. Top three from six is at champs. Or top, you I'm, think they get top I'm three? Start, I'm just gonna start calling it playoffs. From six is at playoffs. How many people that pissed off? Nah, I'm not sure. Top eight, yeah. Uh, but seriously, uh, thank you for those that watched. I remember this is going to be on mm -hmm. Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, Joe and I will probably tweet out links once we have them and it gets up there. Um, Joe, you are my assistant and yes. father. Uh, how often are we doing these? Yeah, weekly, right? It's not. Every it's like week? Uh, every it's, week. How, how often is it? It's like kind of spread. Like we'll do one when we're back from the major. I don't think there's like a couple of weeks. They're definitely spread out, but. We, they're all on my calendar, but just so people know, this will be a consistent thing that we'll be doing over yeah. uh, this year. Um, I so, Okay, next one is July 18th. I just got the date, yeah. so it is in a week. It will be the, the next one. Um, yeah, it's after the major. Yeah, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about the major. Um, we'll talk about Lord knows what else, but... And the, the one after that's probably before we go to champs, and then probably yeah. after champs. That's probably the first four, so... Yeah, and we'll work on getting better. Uh, we'll, we'll work hard to be the best. Yeah, we'll create player. segments and also, I don't know. We're just kind of winging it. Yeah. Or we'll just wing it. I sort of just want to hop on here and bullshit with you for two hours. Is honestly what I want yeah. to do. I just love chatting with you. You're just so talented and sexy. Yeah. And again, there's, there, there's going to go into the, into the off season. So we'll, oh, might not, might be a, a lot of COD talk. There might be something else we, we talk about. Well, I might, we might, might be life lessons with Merkin Maven where I mm -hmm. will, Give you wisdom from my 37 years of life and teach you how to be an incredible human. Or we talk about Maven stories, Maven Chronicles. This is no. a good one. No, wait, we're going back. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. One last thing. We're going back to New York. I know you've talked about it on stream, but you gotta you gotta give them 
the story about you texting me that you're fighting little goblins throughout New York City. Please, you gotta give them this. You gotta give them this. Okay, so let's just not get too dark here. I I I quit drinking like four years ago now. Um, back then I was still drinking, and uh, one night I had. Uh, Let's just say several uh, uh, $4 bottles of wine. And I was at a good place. And Kat wanted to walk across all of goddamn Manhattan to go to mm -hmm. some party or something. And it was night, and I just didn't want to go, but I was just kind of feeling my uh, feeling some stuff. I was on a different I was on a different planet. And I was documenting my walk to this place all across Manhattan, but I was pretending basically that I was in let's say a fantasy rpg mm -hmm. i was role-playing like larping across manhattan while videos were going to joe and i told him i was battling goblins it was kids playing at a park um i joe was dying i sent him Dude. a video after video and it was just basically me like larping through manhattan he'd be like joe joe I, there's there's four of them over there like they're gonna get me i'm gonna attack like just these random people and he's not being quiet about it as he is as he's recording these videos just, just actually uh, on a on an adventure across manhattan dude oh yeah yeah i was I, at some point it was kids on a playground and you called them like that was, i was Fro i was frodo trying to deliver the goddamn ring joe i <laughs> Yeah, you were. You were. Uh, so we had to go back to that. Yeah. Yeah, there were some special times in New York City back then. Um, everyone, thank you for taking part in Toronto Ultra Merkin Maven podcast. That was episode one. More to come. Boy, leave tomorrow for the major. It's going to be an incredible time. We'll see if New York can make the run. For Joe and I, that's it. Have a, have a sexy night. Bye.